Hello, welcome to Reaction Shots for October. We're all going to be doing voices the whole time. Just deal with it. I'm just kidding. We're not. Uh, we're doing psychological horror, and we've got special guest, Matthew oh. Walden. Hello, everybody. He came bearing gifts. Yeah. He brought Super Cola from Hawaii. Well, it's oh, yeah. Japanese, I guess. Yeah, it's my favorite candy as a kid. It's his favorite candy. Super sour, and then it tastes like Coke. Highly recommend it. No, and the, the woman on the cover is going, oh, cola. Huh. It's a pleasant surprise. Ah. And they're both just like, <laughs> And also a shirt with all the best filmmakers on it. Minus but Stanley Kubrick. Some, it's missing Should have been on the back, one. dude. Kubrick should have been on the back in big and bold. A, oh, and Kubrick. Yeah. There's some notable omissions. We There's got, no Kubrick, no women. So missing some important people on there. When you only have four because of four, <laughs> man, you got you know, Orson Welles, Werner Herzog, Francois Truffaut, and Jan, Jan DeBont, the director of Speed. Director of Speed. Uh, That's all uh, officially canonical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, of course, <laughs> is because of your podcast, Better Than Speed. That's right. Better Than Speed. Check it out on whatever you want to listen to podcasts on. Headphones is what I usually <laughs> use. <laughs> Headphones. Have someone else describe it to you. 7.1 at most. In the theater. Um, all right, but before we get into... Oh, yeah, and Huber's here. Hello. <laughs> Don't mind me. Silver medal. I'm glad you're here. Last time uh, I was here, you weren't. Oh, you're right. And it For feels, the scores, it, it, it was here. weird. Nice. No, it was a great episode. We went. Back we accidentally action. went two hours and forty five minutes. We accidentally like the that. whole thing. It was amazing. <laughs> nice. Um, just about as long as Suspiria 2018. Nice. Actually, slightly longer, I think. I've realized that two hours and twenty minutes is the absolute culmination. I've, I name a bad two hour and twenty minute movie. Name a bad one. You can't. I probably could if I had a minute. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really good length. Um, I don't know. How long was Joker? Uh, no. Two hours, I think. Only. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was missing that 20 minutes. Yeah. That's what I if it was 21 minutes longer, <laughs> it would have had it. Um, but before we get into the topic, uh, let's just do uh, how, what have you liked recently? Coco! You Your friend Coco. was on here and told me to watch yeah. Coco, and I did, and I'm it's afraid. one of the best fucking movies I've ever seen it's in my really life. Good. It's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. cried Me too. Coco. Three I times. Cry, I don't cry that much, but it like, starts playing the guitar at the end and my like Dude. chin does that thing. Yeah, the, the chin thing where I'm like, uh-oh, it's happening. Uh-oh, uh-oh, feelings. It's, good, it's a good movie. Movie's it's the best. Really good, yeah. It makes you think about loved ones. It makes you think about life. It makes you think about death. It may, it's, it's, I'm already thinking about all those yep, things. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And uh, it was just incredible. Incredible movie. Highly recommend. It's great. I don't usually watch kid stuff because I don't have kids, and God bless people who enjoy it. <laughs> I have my own weird stuff I enjoy, but usually they tell me, like, you got to watch this kid's movie. Finding Nemo 3 is amazing, and I watch it, and I know there isn't a Finding Nemo Finding 3, Dory, dude. You know, 10 out 10. Dory's, too. But, you know, you watch it, you and can, you're like, uh, But Coco is actually really, really, really you good. Could get your, yeah. You could raise your kids on, like, Giallo films or whatever, like old 70s horror if that's your thing. They'll rebel and become really sweet right. as yeah, a yeah, reaction yeah. to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll get really into like... <laughs> Reverse uh, programming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's Screw her name? you, Dad. I'm going to be nice. Renee Zellweger, <laughs> those diaries. Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones's diary. They'll get really into that. Love Bridget Jones. It's a rebellion. It's a pretty good movie. The first really? one, at least. I never Dude, saw it. Uh, it's really fun. All three I was trying to good. just pick some kind of like really, really like safe, nice movie. I guess I didn't go safe and nice enough. Yeah. Whatever. So Coco. you liked Coco. Unbelievable. Anything dude. else? I've watched a lot, actually. 
Don't watch your movies. List them all. Here's a good one because you were talking about how you're from Hawaii. I was excited about this. Just watched for the first time one of my wife's childhood favorites, Blue Crush. Oh, oh wow. Blue I, Crush. That, is that the Jessica Jessica Alba one? one? No, no, no. That's with Paul Walker called like Blue yeah. Mist or something. Blue, <laughs> blue something. Horizon? Blue? Something. Hard Edge. Jessica Alba... Looking good in that movie. <laughs> I love Jessica Alba. <laughs> She's been MIA for a while. Yeah. I think she has a family and stuff. She's probably but, doing whatever. But uh, Blue Crush was really good. It was like a rom-com version of Point Break without the bank robberies. So <laughs> where's, the point, where's the Point Break come in? Though? There's like uh, it's the anime. Oh, dude, it's the waves. It's got the classic <laughs> anime storyline of like, yo, big competition coming up. All the big... Newspaper people are gonna all the big surfers. You gotta ace it in the, the gotta, competition. We're gonna surf the blue crush. Yeah, bro. yeah. I don't Super know, good. dude. Point Break like has one movie. of the most romantic shots I've ever seen. When they're laying in bed and he's just slowly stroking her shoulder, mm-hmm. and she's this asleep. is dude. Blue Crush is on. It's I, a love. I'm shot. sorry for comparing it to the masterpiece that is Point Break. It is not on that level, <laughs> but it was a really delightful movie that. Uh, you know, sometimes you go back, you visit these 80s, 90s movies. Like It was, I think, early, early 2000s. But, like, you know, you revisit older movies, and it's just like, ah. Oh. Who's in Blue Crush? It's got, like, Kate Bosworth, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, that was one of the first times I saw him, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, um, it's a cool movie. The delightful little movie. the poster now. Delightful yeah. little movie. Uh, two thumbs up. Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. Wow. Back in the day. Got them both. Got them. I saw it in the theater. What did Pauline Kay yeah. think? <laughs> I don't know. She did already? <laughs> uh, what? I was going to say, I saw it in the theater, and I did one of those things that you do as a pretentious college kid, like, let's go watch this dumb movie. We're cooler than this dumb (laughs) movie. And by the end of it, I was like, fuck, I like that movie. (laughs) (laughs) We did the exact same thing with the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Uh, which is, like, honestly the best one. The best one, probably. Like, one and three are the best. Yeah. But we went in, same thing. I didn't like seven. Six and seven, yeah. Now that they've gone full on like James Bond set piece movies, I'm just, yeah, I was yeah. pretty bored. Yeah. All right, Blue Crush. What else? Anything else you want to talk about that you liked? Um, trying to watch some horror because it's October. October. Uh, started Haunting of Hill House finally. Yeah. Didn't watch it last year because there was way too much noise and spoilers around it. It was spoiled within a day. Too much. Too like. Literally the victim of hype. I was the I was the victim of my brand. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is what overhype is like. It was just too. I I couldn't I couldn't jump into Haunting of Hill House because there was too much. Yeah, yeah. On it, so I'm going You're gonna back like and doing it. You're that. gonna like it. I think. Yeah. So now I'm kind of watching. I'm that. interested to hear what you think of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I saw that one. I actually made it through with that one. I'm a scaredy cat, which is funny because f- we're doing this episode. But like, yeah. yeah. And I then, thought of uh, that as soon as you suggested this episode. I was like, "What's that going to What's that going to be like for you?" Well, it's uh, it's a it's a two it's a double edged sword because I like psychological horror stuff. I just hate jump scares. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. A, and then two other last little things. One, I rewatched all the Daniel Craig Bonds. Yeah. And going in before I rewatched him, I was like, "All right, Goldeneye, Casino Royale, and Goldfinger, top three, straight up." So I know how much I love Casino Royale. Even, I haven't seen him in a couple years now, even better than I remember, dude. Casino Royale is just better and better and better and better every single time I go back to that movie. It's unreally good, dude. It's unreal how good it is. I really like Skyfall. 
Spectre, I really wanted to like, but but eh. But still excited for I, the last one. I wonder, for Spectre, I almost wonder if I would have liked the entire movie better if Leah Saidu just didn't say I love you. The I love you moment caught me so off guard. It's, Insanity. I, Ian, when it, it was over, it's just out of nowhere. When the movie ended, I'm like Leah, no. When it when it ended, I kind of went back and I was like fast forwarding through little bits and like trying to find the moment where possibly there could have fallen in love before she says it. <laughs> and I'm just like the only the only justification uh, I could think of was like she thought she was gonna die, so fuck it. Yeah, might as well. You're on your yeah. You're about to die. You're gonna die. Might as well tell someone you love. Them. Heightened emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, but. Yeah. Even then. I have a controversial claim. Ooh. I, I don't know if it's controversial, but I think Daniel Craig is the best Bond. He's I like one of him the best be- for sure. I like him I like better him. than Sean Connery. I like yeah. him personally the yep. best also. Because, and I don't know, again, I, we were talking about this the other day, I think. I don't know if this is my read, and I'm being generous based on knowing like how Daniel Craig feels about the Bond character. But I, even since Casino Royale, I've thought he's been putting more nuance in the character than he gets credit for. Yeah. Like, to me, I get the like a lot of people are still like there's a movies with Mikey episode that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way because he like canceled Bond. He's like, I'm gonna stop. I'm I gotta take a break because you're too misogynistic. And I was like, Yeah, the the franchise is misog- like Bond is a bad dude. But, but in like, Casino Royale, but in, not but in Casino really. Royale and a couple other places, even in uh, uh, Skyfall and Quantum Solace, like there there's a little bit of edge under what he's doing where I I'm like, maybe he's just doing this shit for the job. Like, he feels bad about all these people he's getting killed. And, like, yeah. you know, maybe well, just after, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. After Casino Royale, he doesn't give a shit. Well, that's when he's, scene in he's hardened, when he he's, hardens himself. Yeah, he sleeps with uh, Strawberry Fields. Yeah. And then Judy Dench gives him the whole lecture of, like, look who he did. She's yeah. dead now because yeah. you. Well, in Quantum of Solace, he's, he's, that's the one where he's the most angry yeah, at sure. women. Yeah, for sure. But then after that, he kind of calms down again, I think. I don't know. Just. Eva Green as Vesper is yeah. the, out of control. <laughs> I love Casino Royale, dude. <laughs> Le Chief. We were talking All of about it. it. It's so good. We were just talking about it a minute ago, though, how it's like a weird, the pacing and structure of Casino Royale is really bizarre. It's like a four-act movie with like mm-hmm. an epilogue at the end. So like a five-act yeah. almost. Really it does keep going. It, it, does it keep definitely going. ends yeah. three times. When's the last viewing? Uh, it's the been a couple of years. Me, for wow. the pro, the I've seen Daniel it on Blu-ray a couple yeah. of times okay. after that, but yeah, cool. it's been a couple of years. Cool. And then I'm taking up too much time. I've watched a hundred more things because all I do now is like watch movies before I go to That's sleep. That's the point. Last yeah, yeah, part of the podcast. Lastly yeah, is uh, if we don't if we didn't even get to the topic, <laughs> I would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night, The Walking Dead season ten premiered. All right, Here never mind. I take, okay. yeah. I take it back. I take it back. We gotta move on. Shepherd's hook. Here's the thing about it: is it was in a bad place, but then that's in a worse place. The new showrunner. Angela Kang came in and replaced Scott Gimple, who kind of ran it into the ground. Angela Kang, new showrunner. Okay. Last season, season nine, was a really good step in the right direction. It was really good stuff. The new villains, obviously they were in the comics. The Whisperers, the Whisperers arc, which is the big comic book thing, came in halfway through season nine. So now we're all in on this Whisperers arc, and Samantha Morton is like the main Whisperer villain. It's just really was she good. The, is she the main precog? She is in, in Minority Report. Minority yes. Report? Okay. Yes. I'm thinking good of the pull. right person. Good pull. <laughs> uh, Why that pull? I don't know. And I, I, I'm, 
like season nine was so good and now season 10 the premiere was was just a really great start they're really like the whole vibe and the mood of it's changed like and we were kind of talking about like how how being art house is kind of the trend right now fake art house fake yeah. art house yeah, yeah. art they're house going, for dumb people they're yeah. going fake art house with it really <laughs> long drawn out nature shots uh-huh. up on like really tall trees, you know, flowing water. <laughs> They're going with that route. I love that shit. All yeah, the tropes. I'm a sucker. Yeah. I'm an easy date. Throw that shit <laughs> Me in too. Like, Me I too. It. I love it. I'm yep. in. Yeah. <laughs> Just some trees with some like electronic yeah. drone under it. Like 10, 10. And, like, <laughs> 10. And, and like we're super, we're like 10 years into the zombie apocalypse now. We've yeah, had major yeah. time jumps. Yeah. So there's like really cool tactics now. They have like this full-on shield wall. We're going like Vikings and spears okay. and bow and arrows. And this is not a reality, I guess, where where the zombies eventually get tired and just die. No, like, they like opened up days this, later. Yeah, they opened up this boat, and there were these really awesome waterlogged, like ten-year-old decrepit zombies. Dude, it looked really cool. Blech. Like, just a really solid start to season ten, and it's got new life in the show. It was it was broken. I feel like I want I want you to make like a like a watch list. Like watch just these episodes. Just these, yeah, yeah, for sure. My, I, a friend of mine back in college did that for me with uh, Star Trek DS Nine, mm-hmm. and I love Star Trek. But like, he was like, "All right, here, what what are you after?" And I'm like, yeah. "Well, I like this, this, and this." And he's like, "Okay, these." Yeah. And I just watched like the Perfect. Dominion War stuff and like you know Odo, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's the thing is they're capable of like these really banging ten out of ten episodes every once in a while. Yeah. The main problem is the show will never be what it was because it is a brand and a franchise now, and I miss the days of really when a main character that you've been following for years. Is is standing there talking to you one second, and then all of a sudden a zombie comes on screen and just grabs them and bites them and, and rips and them to shreds. And you're like, oh, gone. That now. is what the show used to be. That ever-present danger lurking, and any character can just be taken off any second. And the show hasn't been that for like five years. It I seems mean, impossible it to seems maintain Im- that yeah. over a yeah. decade. Yeah. Exactly. So well, then you get into you get into the Game of Thrones thing mm-hmm. where like seasons five, six, and seven, how many seasons of that damn show were there? Eight, right? Eight, yeah. Five, six, and seven, I was like starting to check out because I was like, the show has trained me that none of these mm-hmm. characters or storylines matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you get into a weird, it's a it's a give and take. Yeah. Yeah. So the finale of last season really killed a lot of dead weight on the character, no pun intended. It was really awesome. They killed like a ton of characters. Nice. And I was like, yes, because I don't like you. I don't, you're just taking up valuable. <laughs> the show got too bloated. It's Is Game it of like, Thrones style. Did they do there's... what like Lost used to do though, where it's like, we're going to kill... We're going to kill one character that we know no one cares about, but then we're suddenly going to kill the character everyone likes just so that people give a shit. Well, I mean, so many people have left the show. Like, Andrew Lincoln is doing a trilogy of movies. Michonne, this is her last season from, like, Avengers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren Cohen, Maggie, went. She left to go to another show, and that show got canceled, so now she's coming back. (laughs) It's just I always liked her. Yeah. I don't so. know, whatever. I scrubbed out in season two of that yeah. damn show. Walking Dead. It's still going. Like a decade crazy. ago. Yeah. Isn't that... But it's like, now that Avengers Endgame is over, there are just... I mean, it's still... Uh, the MCU is still going. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking but about? But I feel like there's... <laughs> it's never there's, over. There's such few things that you can yeah. be invested you in for that long. Into, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So every time I turn in Walking Dead, it's like, well, here's the thing that I've been watching now for a decade at least it's yeah consistently there yeah (laughs) 
which took is more a lot than you can time. say for a lot of this. Watching a lot Huber, of Huber, I loved it. <laughs> At one point, you held your mic like like a like a seventies radio jockey, yeah. and I was all about it. Because <laughs> I wish Walking Dead would reach that level again of like, wow, people can actually die by zombies. Yeah, like, instead nah. of Negan, yeah, or whatever his now name is. Now it's Alpha, dude. The Whispers. They're such good villains, dude. They're such good villains. I know. I'm getting aggressive. <laughs> I was like, okay, don't don't shake the microphone. <laughs> I just get uh, so worked up about it. <laughs> Well, I look forward to further summaries. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-season finale in seven weeks. Okay, all we'll right. Have a Give me an update. Yeah, yeah. We'll have an update. Seven weeks, in dude. Like See you then. Episodes, maybe. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm sorry. We've run out of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what have you seen Thanks lately? for joining us this yeah, episode. Yeah. Oh, what did you see lately? That uh, you well, or didn't like? Or it's come had... off his zombie TV show talk. Um, yeah. My wife Jessica got me into the show I Zombie on I've heard CW. That's kind of good. Yeah, I V-Mars. really like it. It's by the people who made Veronica Mars yeah. and Party Down. Um, okay, and it's really really cool. I like it a lot. I, I'm liking it more than I expected to. My roommate Omar watches that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes. Omar also watches Powers. <laughs> That's an old meme. Omar watches <laughs> Powers is something that <laughs> Huber just says sometimes. <laughs> anyway, iZombie's cool. Like, this girl is on a boat where a zombie massacre happens, and then she has to go back to her regular life. And then all, but she's a zombie now secretly. <laughs> oh. And she's like very pale. Yeah, zombies she, are like functioning in this. Yeah, yeah, and she like eats brains to solve mysteries. Like she gets flashes of the people's lives to like solve brains. So she almost uses she, it like, like a detective. Yeah, where she's From like going to eat a piece of the victim's brain and then go solve the murder mystery. But what I like about it is like it feels like a really cool metaphor for like a character who's gone through some shit. Because mm. people have a hard time relating to her. Her family and friends are like, what's up with you? You don't go outside anymore your personality is totally different and meanwhile she's gone through some terrible shit and she's like nobody gets me anymore I could totally totally relate to that yeah so that's yeah. uh that's what I wasn't expecting that about the show and it makes it really fun um I have also been watching uh some anime because it's Halloween uh I've been watching Tokyo Ghoul alongside uh, iZombie yeah that show is popular with kids I think Tokyo I've Ghoul. heard yeah I've heard it's good. is it a good one it's really fun yeah the animation's cool. great uh, like a secret tribe of ghouls go around and get in wars with each other and eat <laughs> humans and police try and kill them. It's pretty fun. And then I also have been watching uh, this anime called Carol and Tuesday. Damiani, yeah, Damiani. Carol Tuesday is really good. It's raven. by Watanabe, yeah, well, the yeah, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop and guy. Samurai Champlo guy. Nice. Um, this one is so mellow and so calm and so sincere and heartfelt. And sometimes if, if you're like really stressed out, and had like maybe like a screwed up day and you just want to feel good. Yeah. It's these like Dude. two young women on Mars trying to become singers and trying to become pop stars. And it's almost like if you could think of the show, the movie Once, you know, where those like yeah, I, yeah. Is it Irish people like play their acoustic guitar. It's like an anime version of that on Mars. Okay. Nice. And it's really good. And they're it's like, really good. Dumb Annie was trying to describe and he was like, most music is made by AI. And so they're like mm-hmm. the only people making who music. actually write songs, yeah, <laughs> yeah, from a human perspective. Sounds yeah, dope. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I really, I really like. It's it. really sweet natured, but not it's in a Netflix, way that right? feels like boring or fake. Yeah, it's cool. cool. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I gotta see. If you that. like Cowboy Bebop style, that that guy Watanabe is great at creating very particular feel. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna do feudal samurai stuff with hip hop. Yeah. Or I'm gonna do acoustic pop with Mars. Like he just <laughs> mashes weird shit together and it gives it its own. Tone. I mean, Cowboy Bebop's my favorite. 
like thing ever. So yeah, you'll probably like this. Yeah. Oh, and I just came from a movie like an hour ago. Oh yeah, right what did you see? What did you see? I saw the new Takashi Miike movie. Oh wait, love. there's a first, yeah. first, first love. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out. It's just out in theaters right now. I didn't know that was Miike. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's kind of like true romance, like a love on the run kind of underworld crime drug deal gone wrong. That's and it's fun. Dope. It's nice. I would compare it to. Spelunky the video game but a movie version of that where you have all this like it's almost like (laughs) emergent design you set up all these weird characters that have kind of like preset behaviors and you like throw them in arena together and see how they bounce off each other because you're like oh yeah this is a samurai cop who's dirty and does a lot of cocaine how is he going to interact with like the Chinese mafia lady who has the gun but she's also having hallucinations like it's just like you put all these like dozens of people and you just watch them bounce off each other in weird ways like their actions are predictable but the combinations aren't and it's kind of fun to watch I mean it's it's somewhat disposable, but sure. it's good disposable. Like nice. it was a fun I movie. Mean, I love, I I saw love me some Mike. Yeah, he's made so many movies. It's crazy. Yeah, 100. over a hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah, over a hundred. It's just like bonkers. But I mean, like thirteen assassins. This is when you could take the ever. wife and kids to. Oh. I mean, it's a hard R. But okay, okay, it's a soft Mike. Certain kind of hard kids. R, soft Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Mike, a hard R is like a G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> compared fun. to what we've seen. Fun. Yeah, so that's my recent watches. Yeah. Very recent, like hours ago. Yeah, yeah. hot. hot Which take. where 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 is that playing? Uh, I saw it at the Santa Monica Limley. Okay, I love okay, the Limley yeah. Theater. Limleys so. are cute. Yeah. yeah, I saw Mandy at one of those. I think Mandy. That's a good Halloween movie. Mandy, if people yeah. haven't seen it's Mandy, on his list. he hasn't it's on my seen list. it. It's hard to know how you'll go on that one, but I think you're gonna love it. I wonder. I as think well. you're gonna. I, I think you're gonna I, love I, it. I'm very anxious to hear what you think of Mandy. Nice. Huber. Uh, love me some Mandy. Mandy is 100% Mandy. It is not 99% yeah. Mandy. And yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Chill. It is it's all the way Mandy. Mandy. Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage is cool, I guess. Nick Cage is perfect in everything. <laughs> he's never made a bad movie. Even his bad ones are great because he's so watchable. Because he's bonkers. When I, when I revisited Face Off, dude. So for, oh, dude, Face Off like, sucks. This is not good. <laughs> yeah. But it's still you like. Know, fine to watch maybe his like weird like i really need to pay off my castle like like weird like political or religious movies are not that great i don't know like world trade center i never saw that one but i don't know dude world trade center is good is it yeah all right not as good as united 93 i saw that one brutal movies very brutal uh what have i liked recently do i like things anymore (laughs) i'm not sure um Oh, I recently watched the 2018 Suspiria. Suspiria. And have you seen it? Yeah, I loved parts and overall did not like it. There were parts where I was like, ooh, this should be in a cooler movie. This is a really cool section. I think I loved parts and those parts I loved enough to make the overall experience positive. But there are some choices in Suspiria 2018 that I'm like, what? Like, not not that I'm confused by them. Well, I am, but, like, the very, very last shot, not counting the after credits shot, I'm just like, why are we zooming in on this thing? Do you remember? No, but I do remember there being a lot of unnecessary stuff about Bader Meinhof and Red Army Faction yeah. and all kinds of German yeah. political history that didn't seem to have anything to do with the story of Suspiria. That I appreciated felt, what they were going for, like trying to set it in a time and place, unlike the first one, where it's just kind of like, okay. But um, yeah, it, I don't know. It, beautiful movie with some weird choices. But I think on the whole, I've, I went the other side with it, where I was like, on the whole, I liked it. It's divisive. Yeah. I do say, if you have to make a remake, 
I don't think you have to, but if you have yeah. to, I like that you make it, go in your make own a way. Choice, yeah. yeah, and they did. It's not a choice I like, but the fact that they were trying to do it meant something. Anytime yeah. they have Tilda Swinton playing like four people, though, I love that. Yeah. Love me some that. Love me some Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Um, Give me all the Swinton. But speaking of Swinton, in a movie I didn't like, which is very sad because I love this director, I watched The Dead Don't Die. And boy, is that movie bad. Oh, is that the Jarmusch zombie movie? Jarmusch zombie, zombie movie. Like, I have a tote bag with all of Jarmusch's movies on it. Mm-hmm. Except for this one, because the tote bag came out before the movie did. But like, whoo-wee! What a lazy piece of garbage. Whoa. <laughs> I was so disappointed by Dang. it. And it was just like an outdated take. It was really weird. Oh, Do you man. like uh, Jim Jarmusch movies? I have a hard time getting Name into them. I don't know if you've seen any. Uh, some of them I really like, and some I can't really get into. Only Lovers Left Alive is one that you'd probably That's dig. the best one. It's probably That's it's the best one of my one. favorite. I, Broken I Flowers really like, is cool. Broken Flowers, I really like Mystery Train. Uh, it's kind of his little triptych like uh, vignette one. Have you seen that Is that one? the Winona Ryder one? Is she in that? No, that's Last Night on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Like Jormish and Von Trier are like my two gaping holes of like modern auteurs. Von Trier, like I don't know if any you of like any Von Trier movies. Although if you're really, on an occasion, if I'm really bummed out, Melancholia, Melancholia. is a fun movie to watch if you're bummed out. It, it cheers me up if, when I'm yeah, bummed yeah. out. It's, yeah. it's funny, Melancholia, having suffered from chronic depression for like half of my life, Melancholia is a really nice watch because you feel so seen. Melancholia makes uh, you feel like you have superpowers if you're yeah. depressed. Yeah. It's, re- it's yeah. really like, yeah. a good for you. You have a role in the world. And so it's, I, yeah, I like that. It's very Von Trier to say it's the only movie he's ever made that has a happy end ending <laughs> and spoiler alert the earth is destroyed yeah, I actually the ending, <laughs> in the yeah. end of that's that movie. Se- yeah. i mean that's the setup of the movie yeah i mean you see in the happen. beginning yeah. and the end but like yeah which is very him isn't it anti you'd like antichrist maybe Ooh. maybe you'd i like bounced it? off of that one i stopped watching it halfway through and it's, i rarely do that but i was like uh, brutal the the I log anything. the log <laughs> to the erect penis and then ejaculating blood very intense. Yeah, I wasn't graphic. crazy about that part. Yeah, I did not enjoy watching that. That was not. I could have done without I mean, that yeah, Into the void. I That's was an like, image I have in my on. mind now. Oh, Enter the, the void. void I was like, whatever. Like, do we really need to see I the, the love penis too. entering? There's like a camera inside the woman and the penis. Like, I've seen it. Like, do we need? I've that? seen that before. <laughs> like, what's Gaspar Noe? Gaspar Noe. Yeah, a lot of them just tried too hard. Yeah. Like I'm shocking you, aren't I? Yeah. I'm like, not really. Yeah. You're Some more just irritating just like, me. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're kind of just making a porno, which is fine. Like, go for it. Do what you gotta um, do. Amaldovar. <laughs> yeah. You gotta feed the monkey. Do you, do you like Amaldovar? Because the skin I live in is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But then that, some, that one. I, what? Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Yeah. That one the I cover, need to see again. <laughs> the cover disturbed me, dude. I, I, like, <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know why I like that movie so much. But um, then some of his other ones, I'm like, eh. Like, talk to her. I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was a weird message to send yeah, and talk like, to her. What are, we, yeah. what, are we, what, are we, what are we saying here? Um, but yeah, uh, didn't like the Joker. Saw that the other day. Uh, just Joker, I guess. Check out spoiler yeah, mode. Yeah, we did all spoiler mode on that. I don't, I don't even want. Hubert and I, spoiler we came to the consensus. Like, we don't care. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah, movie. honestly, like I really liked watching the movie, and then when I when two days passed and I realized I hadn't thought about the movie one time. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess I don't really care about it. Yeah, I so. just don't care. Yeah, um, it was good. It was fine. I feel like I saw something else, but mm, can't remember it right now. I Should watched we... Brightburn. 
You ever see Brightburn? I don't know what that I heard is. It's all right. I heard James it's Gunn okay. produced. Oh no no no! It's like a heard of it. evil superhero. If Superman became evil, yeah, oh, that's kind of like his horror James movie. Direct a movie, Super. I had a friend who was yeah. Super, Super, and that that one was Super. really interesting. Rain Super Wilson, is that was dark. It was really depressing. dark. Depressing. Yeah. Uh oh, what's up, Huber? What's up? You're making faces. I have to spoil it. What? It's kind of a spoiler. What? Super. I think they're in the same universe. Oh, Super and Brightburn. Cool. cool. I think. Cool. That makes me want to. I say hope it. I didn't spoil that. I'm sorry I did. I'm not mad, but yeah, that's I, actually that actually that's a selling point. Cool. That's one of the only things that that got me like a tick closer to seeing Brightburn, and I still probably won't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was actually pretty good. Elizabeth Banks in there as oh. the the lead, and yeah, it's basically just like showgirls. Superman. No, that's someone else. Oh, who's Elizabeth Demi Banks? Moore? Elizabeth Banks is she's in Hunger Games. Oh, okay, and, okay. Uh, oh, oh, like, like a comedian one. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's great. Yeah, Well Hot American Summer. Did you see in Well Hot American Summer? She's like the one who's got I like Barbie sauce all over. She's yeah, yeah. like what? Yeah. She directed and starred in the new Charlie's Angels. I love Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. the Superman like boy crash lands and they like raise him on the farm and it's the Superman origin story. But then the kid. He's just like, I can do whatever I want. Well, it's the whole story of, like, the kid friggin' likes a girl, and the girl's creeped out, and then he gets really angry, so then he starts, like, freaking out and, like, killing everyone. It's, like, that whole plot line. Oh, it's great. It's kind of, like, unsettling in that sense, but uh, it was interesting. I, I like Elizabeth Banks a lot. I'm, like, yeah. a big Elizabeth Banks fan. I like her. So It was cool. It was fine. Yeah. And it's in the super universe, so. Yeah. Who's in uh, Who's Who's in a simple favor? Blake Lively. Dude, Blake Lively, she's gossip cool girl, yeah, bro. XOXO. Oh yeah, in that movie, she, her character is fascinating. Yeah, yeah cool. she does a great job. It's very similar yeah. to like Gone Girl, but it's cool. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I never watched Gossip Girl. XOXO. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Chris and Bell, dude. Gossip Girl. She's in that too. Blake Lively, Leighton Meester, dude. Blair Waldorf for life. All of the people's names you just described sound very similar and like pretend. Blair Waldorf is <laughs> one of Blair the best Waldorf. characters of all time on TV. Don't Oh, that's me. the character name. Yeah, she's the okay. Best. Then they are made up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some psychological let's horror. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Whoops. Here we go. Oh, here we go. My here notes go. just disappeared for some reason. What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going the on? Shining. That's one. Number one. What the hell? That's my favorite one. It's the culmination. You know, I watched The Shining again last year. It's the best. I cried during The Shining. There's I was like, I must, be, I must be getting old. Because when I was soft. younger, I was like, oh, The Shining, like, I get it. It's kind of scary, but it's not that scary. But The Shining is emotionally horrifying. Yeah. Like, the things that make The Shining so scary to me is when Jack is in the middle. This is not too much of a spoiler, but Jack Nicholson goes a little weird and he starts like threatening to kill his family. I think the statute of limitations yeah, is yeah, yeah. If you the haven't shining. seen The Shining, it's on you. This is the one time no sympathy. Spoil yeah. away. So he's on a murderous no rampage. Remorse. But he has these yeah. he has these flashes of like normalcy where he sits down his his son on his lap. He's like, "Hey buddy, I don't want to hurt you. You're my buddy. Yeah. You're my buddy." And then he goes back to like, "I'm trying to find a word that's not disparaging mental illness." Yeah. But he goes a little cuckoo. Cuckoo. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. One floor over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Another Jack Whoa. Nicholson film. But that's what's so scary to it is like, he's it's your it's your he's... friend that's doing this yeah, to, to yeah. you. It's your dad. It's your buddy. It's your pal. 
who is becoming violent and trying to get you. I think that's what makes the movie so horrifying. One and, of my favorite endings yeah. too, of all well, time. And, and The Shining is one of the inspirations for the title of this very yeah, podcast. Like, just because like I love all the shots in that movie where we don't see what they're looking at. You know, it's like, man, that's scary. It's such a beautiful <laughs> movie. That movie's perfect. I really it's like perfection. The Shining. Yeah, I've been to the uh, hotel that was the exterior. Dude, that was pretty weird. That's it's creepy. Cool. And like I didn't realize and I, like we got there and I was like, why does this place look familiar? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. The was it when is... the blood came out of the elevator that it clicked that's in? You're I, like, oh, that's, that's when I realized. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, um, that's that place. <laughs> the Shining is one of those th- those rare things that is like so overhyped. But it lives. Can it be? It yeah. li- <laughs> it, it, it still it yeah. still yeah. It's delivers. It's like the Beatles, you know, where like the Beatles are the best band of all time, says everyone. And then people are like, eh, eh, whatever, they're all right. Like, I challenge anyone to watch The Shining and not be like, wow. Yeah. Wow. The Beatles, hot take. I really oh. like The Beatles. Here we go. No, 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 no. Really Here like, we go. I really like are The Beatles. Are you going to cancel The Beatles? No, 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 no. Here we go. I really like The Beatles one or two songs at a time. But if I listen to too much in a row, I re- it kind of like... I get to tired. To me, Abbey Road too happy. Out, I get tired yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah, I get tired. Dude, Abbey Road though, from from front to back. I I guess actually, let me caveat that. Like, mostly, I've only ever listened to the 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 red one with the big one on it. They're number ones. Oh, that's not right. So like, that's, right? It's so not like telling the story. They're not telling the story. Yeah. It's just the hits. So maybe that's why, because it's always like just the hits. Gotta listen Revolver. Why. Put on like the whole album. I gotta Revolver. listen to one of their yeah, actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is probably my problem. That's on me. That's my fault. Um, <laughs> Nothing's your fault. You're fine. It's just, my fault. it's just the Beatles. It's fine. Uh, I also like The Witch, Science of the Lambs. Is this your list? No, that's just the two. Do that you I think he of thinks right of different scenarios while explicit? <laughs> I saw the <laughs> sign. <laughs> I can smell your <laughs> explicit. Uh, yeah. I saw Silence of the Lambs way too young. Like, me way too, too I young. Think. Me too, me too. I was in a hotel room and turned the channel to that, and he was like eating somebody alive on an elevator, and I was just like, uh, it was way too much. No disrespect to one of the best movies of all time, but I'm not going to miss an opportunity to dive right in to Hannibal the show. The show. Can we please talk about it? It came up. Someone yes. someone literally yes. just said someone literally just said their comment was like, I just want you to talk about Hannibal. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Have you what seen a good Hannibal? Day. It's a good day. <clears throat> you <clears throat> need to watch I can't Hannibal. do it. I can't do serial killer shit. Like, it's it's serial killer stuff's way too much for me. Yeah. Okay. That, that, well, like, no, me I respect that because respect Hannibal it. the show yeah. is the most deeply yeah. deeply affecting thing I've ever seen. And yeah. like it was on NBC. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've talked about it before on this, mm-hmm. but it's like the way it was the most disgusting. And I don't usually get too skeeved, skeeved out Same. by like gr- grotesqueries in movies because I'm like, this is fake. But uh, Hannibal, dude, it's unsettling because yeah. they shoot it like food. Mm-hmm. They shoot the go. And I'm, pr- I'm sure th- this is just my theory, but they light it and shoot it like food. Yeah. And, and like you're looking at a corpse, but they shot it like they're trying to make you hungry. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is really upsetting to me yeah, right now. It's this so is disturbing. Nasty. It's so nasty. It's it's and because it was on NBC. And it just it balances everything so perfectly. It balances like the legacy of the character and yeah. all those expectations of like, hey, Sons and Lambs, Hannibal. It balances like really good gore and horror. It balances like intimate character bonds between him yeah. and, and 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 like What's Mads his name? Mickelson Mads Mickelson and, uh, and, uh, and Hugh Dancy. Uh, Hugh Dancy's character, whose name was, what was his it's name? It's freaking me out. Starts with an M, maybe. 
Edward Norton in Red Dragon. What the hell is his name? He's like the character in the books. Whatever. Um, we're sorry. We it's can't been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been off the air for a yeah, while. It's been, I haven't seen it since it was on the air because <laughs> yeah, I can't do it anymore. But same. It, it's really the performances yeah. are incredible. But yeah, it if 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 normal serial killer stuff skeeves you out, this one would skeeve times a thousand because it's oh boy. They uh, they they talked about bringing it back for one last hurrah, and uh, even though it's a canceled show. And there's nothing, you know, well. it, it ends really well. I do yeah. want to drive that home. It's so hard. You know, a, a lot of people didn't watch Deadwood until the movie just came out because, Which oh, I God, heard it wasn't very good. I haven't watched the movie yet Yeah, I mean, I mean. Uh, because Deadwood ends kind of on a big cliffhanger. They're really building up to something and then that thing doesn't really happen. And it's like, oh, next season, which never happened. So I get I hear people all is like that, too. Yeah. And I get people not wanting <laughs> to saw, jump into yeah. a show that got canceled. But like I urge people to get into Hannibal it is so good once again I will plug Patriot on Amazon because it was canceled I got the you know I got the news that it was canceled but which confused me because I thought they intentionally stopped it too like because that's how well it ended and then like three months later I'm like they're like it's canceled I'm like what I thought it just ended yeah whatever uh Patriot's a good show Uh, Fleabag's also amazing but um Hannibal. Hannibal, dude. Check it out. <laughs> well, I had a question for you, what, like, or both of you. What What is like the definition of psychological horror? Because I was trying to go down a list of like well, what counts as this and what doesn't. And then I, when I was looking at my list of movies I put in that column, I was like, oh, they're I'm just gonna, movies I consider good. I'm gonna like, good horror right. movies good are horror psychological, movies are psychological horror. Horror. Yeah. I'm going to give you the quick, uh, the quick Huber take is if I'm watching a horror movie and my mind doesn't stop thinking. Because yeah. when I watch a slasher, say like Friday the 13th or Hatchet or just some yeah. low-budge horror, when it's not psychological, I'm just like, I'm watching it and like, it's more of a ride. There yeah. are moments when it's like, okay, here we go, scary segment, you know, somebody's creeping through the house, something's going to happen, ah! Whereas like a psychological horror movie to me is one from start to finish that I am just zoned in on waiting 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 trying to kind of piece things together more like emotional character bonds you don't really get those in slashers yeah so it's just yeah like psychological horror is is to me the best kind of horror well it's funny that this came up because the first question i asked the patrons uh patrons if you're in the seven dollar and up tier you're in the easy allies film club you can whatever send us money uh the first question i asked was what is the difference between psychological horror and good old-fashioned horror? Yeah. And I got some very thoughtful, interesting responses. Sick. Let's hear them. Uh, some of these are a little longer, but I kind of liked them. So I'll, I'll try to edit as I read, but I'm just going to go through a few of them. And if anything jumps out, jump in. Uh, Lunk said, uh, I think with psychological horror, empathy is at the forefront. Mm-hmm. The state of the primary character's mental state is revealed pretty early, so whatever manifests itself as the movie's horror has a context with their psyche. And you look at everything on a metaphorical level. For traditional horror, it's as simple as there's something evil in the air or the yeah. forward motion of the horror relies on how scary this sort of entity is. Um, Yudit Singh said that, I think uh, I was looking at this psychological horror creepypasta section called Horror of the Brain that gave me some clarity. Our nervous system is not just our brain, but our spinal cord as well with its extensions. So fear responses are distributed amongst this. 
Most of our fear responses are situated in our spinal cord, which helps with reflex action, the fight or flight, you know. Uh, the, the parts where reflex is not possible go more to the brain. So psychological terror re- tries to keep you in a place where bodily fear responses don't cut it, and the situation faced is unfathomable to the point that your body doesn't know what to do. <laughs> and the pressure is on your mind to make sense of it. Whoa. I love that. Remendez says... I always felt that the two different descriptions for psychological horror, uh, there are two. One for the way the characters feel diegetically in relationship to the horror and translate that horror to the audience to experience as well. For example, Jacob's Ladder. Oh, and I love Jacob's love Ladder. Jacob. By Jacob's the way, Ladder. I can really relate Good to that Lord. movie heavily, which yeah. probably is character revealing to say that. But I, 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 I experienced some, some similar things to that to fella Jacob's in Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> like I went through the same kind of like emergency crisis that he did with a different Whoa. resolution. But yeah. Your, your chiropractor didn't tell you that the devils were angels trying to free you from your life? I heard that in some trip hop song. They it's, sampled it's that. It's used in um, "Rabbit in the Headlights" That's by Uncle? UNKL, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. which uh, also has Tom York singing in it. That video is cool. It's got That's a cool very music good, video. Very good yeah. video. Very good song. Um, but uh, I love Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, also. Jacob's I saw Ladder's that one probably one. a little one too young. You've seen it too? Too, I yeah. saw that when I was like nine or something. And if I was you like, saw yeah. it when you were forty, that's a little too young. Yeah, that movie's scary. Yeah, confronting your own death. Tra la la. Also. Uh, did that movie come before Silent Hill or after Silent Hill? Before, really? Two Jacobs Ladder. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was that's really dude. That's like eighties, nineties. Yeah, it's like a nineties movie. Okay, so Jacobs Ladder was oh, that's the remake there's a, this there's year. There's a two thousand nineteen yeah. remake. Oh no! Oh boy! They can keep it. Nineteen ninety. Okay, nineteen ninety. Jacobs, yeah. Jacobs Ladder was nineteen ninety. I think that's before Silent Hill. Silent Hill had, had, to be, old, had to be yeah, after when, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resident Evil was ninety eight. So ninety nine. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, definitely Silent Hill was inspired by the like fast yeah. moving like Hell weirdo yeah. things. Um, yeah, obviously. What am I talking about? Obviously, Classic. Silent Hill came way after that. Classic. Um, yeah, Jacob's Ladder is dope. Yeah. Uh, and the other, to continue that statement, would be slow, methodical horror made by a film that does not show but makes you feel instead. Alien and the Thing would be the favorites for that from from this person. For me, both descriptions convey psycholo- psychological horror if done right. Yeah, I was watching Alien, which, I mean, I've seen it before, obviously, yeah. a lot. It's my, one of my favorite movies, but Alien? I was watching I it recently, <laughs> and then uh, I was like, I think this is psychological horror, even though you have a creature trying mm-hmm. to kill people. It's filmed, and the story is mm-hmm. told in that way. I, w- I was watching it, and this is maybe an interesting, maybe not an interesting story. I'm going to tell it anyway. Everything was, you say is I was watching it, like, Friday night. And then I was getting like Postmates tacos delivered, and like I stop. It's like in the, late at night, and I stop Alien to go out in the dark and like my front yard to get my Postmates. <laughs> you and I'm paused a little... Alien when you were watching it. Yeah, it's well, okay, I'm a little Hubert. on edge. Okay. I'm getting dinner. I've seen Alien a billion times. Where are your pills, Hubert? Anyway, so I go out <laughs> to get the Postmates, and the dude who's delivering it kind of looks like a little like Joe Rogan, like muscly, tough guy, Terrifying. dude. Yeah, yeah. And he was a little aggro. He like <laughs> forgot he forgot my drink, which not a big deal. Whatever. Yeah. That Postmates. Happens. That's the Postmates promise. Well, willing to Nuts. forgive and forget, but yeah. I was like, oh, did the drink come with it? Because I didn't want to be the one who forgot. And he goes, no, you didn't order a drink. And then like he showed me his cell phone, and I was like, yeah, that's my drink right there. I ordered. He's like, <laughs> fine, I'll give you a drink. He goes to his car, gets like a Diet Coke, which I can't. I can't drink Diet Coke. It Whoa. gives me headaches. 
Coke's, but yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't order a Diet Coke. He's like, here, this is your drink. You ordered this, and he was like really angry. And I'm like, Dude. it's cool. I don't need. It. He's like, yeah, yeah, you do need it. And he grabbed the bag away from me of tacos, tore it from me, and shoved Whoa. the Diet Coke inside. He's like, there's your drink, and I was like, ah. <laughs> and then I went back inside and sat down with a Diet Coke I didn't want, and I couldn't finish watching Aliens because I was a little too scared. I was like, I don't need to be more scared than I am right now. This guy, what the hell? Hell? You're an alien. That was a, that was a psychological horror yeah. experience. Please yeah. tell me that you like reported <laughs> that. No, because like he knows where I live, so I just kind of. Oh I, yeah, shoot. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want him to come that's back. He's like something wrong with the diet coke. You know, I just pictured him yeah, like, waiting dude. on my that, front porch. That's one the beginning night. of yeah, a 2019 yeah. horror film, right there. <laughs> that is a really good idea for a 2019 or 2020 <laughs> horror movie. Is a is diet a coke you don't want to drink. Psychotic po- like food, food delivery, delivery yeah. Uber driver. That's Uber driver. so like a home invasion thing. It's yeah, like yeah. too real. It's that's, too real. <laughs> that's gonna happen. There probably already is like a, a bad I'm version sure, of it I'm out sure, there. But like yeah. the Hollywood version of that, that's only a matter of time. <laughs> good <laughs> call. Ugh. Like Ugh. searching. Searching is good. Just like using like modern technology to tell a new type of horror story. Searching is good. Yeah. That is a unsettling story. It Very. was unsettling. I still need to finish Alien because it was like a 4K Blu-ray oh. one. And I'm like, oh, I got to see the, co- the HDR colors were so oh, cool. You should have told me this. You're speaking yeah, Huber's yeah, yeah, language yeah. right now. The blues look really good on the 4K Blu-ray. Have you uh, watched? You the, think of it as a green movie, but there's yeah, some nice blues. Yeah. Have there. you watched the Blu-ray of Batman animated series? Uh-uh, I want to, though, because I love that. I was watching it, it on yeah. a streaming service, and I don't know if it's Dude, the restoration the, or not. The Blu-ray restoration is mind-blowing. Is it really good? It's so perfect. Oh, Ugh. Oh, it's so I good. should get it. Yeah, it's worth I've it. I've been wanting to go through yeah. that again. Yeah. So good. Like, once you get to, like, the first, like, five or ten episodes are a little, like, oh, yeah. they're, like, working I mean, it out. But then you get to, like, Dude, episode, for, like. For first episodes, though, they're so solid. Phenomenal. Compared the, to some, some of the shows, best. Yeah. Also, season one has 65 episodes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, like, the that? animation quality. Oh, I see, I see. By the time you're on episode 10, like, the way it translates to Blu-ray and stuff is just, like, ah, oh, it's so good looking. Ugh. Yeah. Dope. Uh, 4K Alien, 4K dude. I don't know. Gotta get on it. It's Don like Casanova, dude. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah. P- I'm waiting till PS5 to really invest in 4K because I have I don't a projector. Have a... 4K projectors don't work. <laughs> they're like <laughs> they're either way too expensive yeah. or just not bright enough or like there's something you know wrong with them. Yeah. Too much latency, whatever. Um, where were we? Uh, Megan Lineart says. I guess for me, when it comes to psychological horror, I personally feel le- uh, more connected to it. Especially with the characters themselves, you can really get the strong sense of connection with them by just trying to understand them, and that's where a lot of the horror can come from. I mean, mm-hmm. an example of this to me uh, would be Midsummer, because like, well, I don't think Midsummer was a perfect film. Like, the the Florence Pugh's performance in yeah. that is just next level. Yeah, like the way she does panic attacks and everything is just oh man. It's like uh, I think of Insidious three, you know. You you have this franchise, and it's the third one, and you're like, wow, Insidious 3? Like, how far can we really take yeah. this? Like, how, you know, what Apparently really far. tricks can we do? <laughs> and the lead actress, the daughter of the film, gets, like, possessed or is haunted or whatever, and, like, her struggle is so raw and real the, like the entire movie, I'm just like, please live, please live. What's I your c- catchphrase about that? You had a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. Wanted, Girls got a line. Wanted her to live. Yeah, yeah we had that. <laughs> wanted her to live is my horror mantra. If anyone, in, if any time I'm watching a horror movie and I'm saying I want him to live, it's like yeah. a ten out of ten for me. I don't if like I'm when that they make invested. Them all jerks. 
Yeah. You know, like, so, you know <laughs> some horror movies do it wrong where they're like all jerks and like, yeah. okay, these yeah. people are irritating. I hope What they movie die. did I? You what, want, when you uh, have friends and yeah. then the friends start dying, you're like, oh, but yeah. Yeah. I like you're them. You're like, no, I like yeah. them. They were the good one. Yeah. What movie did I just watch where everyone was trash? Halloween, she, there were some pretty trashy people. It was pretty good, the remake. was happening. Oh, I don't know. I watched The Island, the, the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life, yeah. and we watched the entire thing. Yeah. I almost think they did it on purpose. Also, it's by Neil LeBute, who Le is a very controversial figure, but who does Neil like... Neil LeBute? He, he does did some, uh, Hell on Wheels a little bit. He did uh, yeah. In the Company of Men. In the Company of Men, men which is really good. Neighbors. I haven't watched that since high school. I mean, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen In the Company of Men since, since yeah. college, and like I'm a different person now, but like who knows? So maybe it's bad, but I just remember the end of that movie being like really cool to me. But he, he he's famous for doing characters that are like... Super misogynistic, but you never know if he's like celebrating them or decrying this behavior. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like weird. But yeah, Neil Labute, dude. Oh my god, trash. Cancel. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. The Island. The Island. If you ever, if you're curious about the worst thing ever created by human beings, Fear the as Walking far Dead, as season TV, four. Season five. It, it, this might give it a run. Give it a glance. It's, it's close. hilarious. Okay. It's inexplicable. Like it seems like people always make jokes about like. Neil Breen or whatever, where it's like, this feels like it was written by an alien who's never seen humans talk. It's like, that's what this is actually. Jeez. Like, people behave in ways that make no sense. Wow. Anyway, The Island. Psychological horror. Uh, Udit Singh says, uh, a great part of psychological horror is the lingering sensation that creates uneasiness with you long after you've finished the movie. Mm -hmm. Which I completely agree with. I was just telling him that's why I can't watch It. Because it scarred me as a child. Dude. And I'm like, I'm not going to get these images in, out of my head if I watch this new one. Hot take, hot take for me. It won. Masterpiece. I heard it too. Is never Masterpiece. <laughs> it too was so flawed, but I loved it. One to me is just a, a masterpiece. I, I thought it was a perfect movie. Honestly, I love it. One. One of my favorite horror movies. People, I mean, I don't think that's a hot take. People seem to like that first one. Cool. A lot. I hope so. Adderner. Because I think it's one of the best possible. Adderner. The Highest non scary stamp. parts are, are good. I like seeing the kids get along. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that's fun. The scary parts are good. Yeah. Do you not like scary things, or you do? Oh, I do. Yeah, for I me. really do. No, no, no. I, well, I, I was saying, I think that surprised me about the new. It. Oh, I see. I it see was like saying. when the clown wasn't doing some creepy shit. Like it was really entertaining right, to watch right, those right. kids have their fun time, and it was like yeah. very much Stand by Me mixed in with scary clown. Yeah, so it's a good job with that. I, I, I have a real weird place in my life because I really, really like, you know, like crisp fall vibes movies mm -hmm. you know like uh og halloween you know the thing like god tier even the ninth gate like have say what you will about polanski piece of trash but have you like seen the newest the ninth gate has like weird what? tell me you saw the newest newest what the david morning green halloween, halloween? halloween? Oh, I oh i didn't see it i'm curious about it I like David Gordon Greenlaw. I like his TV shows. What else has he uh, done? That name is so familiar. He to me. did George Washington, but he also does like Vice Principals and Righteous Gemstones. Pineapple He's Express, that... maybe. Oh, okay. yeah. He was. I worked on Pineapple Express. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a fun movie. Wait, you haven't on. seen the new? Please watch it for Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Please watch it, Ian. Please, okay, please, okay, please, okay, pretty okay, please, okay, please, right, please, okay, please. I'll watch it. I like Danny McBride. I think he's really funny. He, is he in this? Yeah. I forget if he was. He's I don't think so. For me. Sometimes I like yeah. him. Sometimes I find him really annoying. Yeah. I yeah. freaking love the Halloween reboot. Yeah, that this too. One? Yes, the, like third reboot of Halloween. Because remember, they do the weird thing where they retcon everything else, so it's yeah, a yeah. direct sequel to Halloween One. 
They've disregarded one. Yes. What J- Jamie Lee was in several other ones though. So there's Wasn't three she? different timelines of Halloween. Oh boy, here we yeah. go. Yeah. There's the timeline that goes like one, two, three, four, or whatever. Then there's the timeline with like H2O or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know more about Friday the 13th than Halloween, so I'm not 100% sure, sure on the sure, timeline okay. intricacies. I apologize. But this timeline just goes Halloween original to this. Okay. It's like the proposed new alien movie exactly. that would just be the third one. Yeah. Dude. Even though the assembly cut of Alien 3, I still like. Ian, I think you're really going to like the rebate. I'll the, have to check this, it out. I'll have to check it out. Dude. The the trailer got me stoked because like Jamie Lee Curtis being yeah. like badass. a badass. Dude, who's it's like, so good. Who's like been afraid or, well, not even afraid, yeah. but like preparing. What's the line from the trailer? She's like, I've been hoping he'd escape. <laughs> she's like. So she yeah. can kill him. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I hope he escapes. She's like, <laughs> she's like yeah. all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Dude, it's so good. <laughs> I That's like. Between that, that's in the, my same category as like it won the witch. The witch is so good. The Baba Duke, Midsummer. The Baba Duke is it a follows good psychological horror. Like I, I've been all too of afraid those to top tier horror movies. Like Halloween is right bad. there. Too afraid to watch the Baba Duke. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's I've been so too afraid. good. It's so creative. Because here's like the thing. David Lynch. It feels well, like that's true. The woman who directed it is working in that lineage. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's it's cool. It grew on me over there. That many jump scares. I don't think. Well, and like, but like, ghosty stuff gets like lingering images. I was telling him like. I can just shut my eyes and like conjure stuff yeah. from the the haunting of Hill House or or Hereditary or whatever. Hereditary, dude. Culmination. Too much foreshadowing. Predictable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ongoing tete a tete yeah. that we have about yeah. Ari Aster films, where I think they're really predictable and he loves them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, we get the idea. I'm gonna. I had a few other pulled, but. We get the idea of what a psychological horror movie is, I think. Those are really good definitions. Those are really good. I like movies that aren't in the horror genre, but as they develop, the material is so horrific that you're like, this kind of feels like a horror movie. Like, Old Boy is kind Mm -hmm. of like a drama action movie, but at its heart, the emotions feel horrifying yeah. yes and those are some some movies i generally love i love like blue, is blue velvet a horror movie like Kinda science of the lambs like to me science of the lambs science of the lambs blue is Vel- that line several people brought up the anime perfect blue perfect Dude. satoshi Kone is a great yeah. great director I but love i mean that like guy. Yeah. that is like an ultimate psychological horror yeah 100 it's like you are like a few people brought it up a few people even said like uh you know you can't tell what's real you don't know what's going on but Can like the restroom Character, yeah. Characters. Mid, mid episode restroom break. Is this unorthodox? I allow, I'll allow it. We'll, we'll just we'll keep talking. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll you just keep me. going without you. We need you. You don't need me for this. Should you need us? We'll just talk uh, about Ari Aster while you're gone with no one here to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. Foreshadowing is a cool tool, but when you overuse it, it just makes your movies predictable. That's Ari Aster is a cool tool. No, I don't uh, know him. Sorry. I take that back. I'm sure he's a nice guy. No, yeah, I, I'm not a fan or, of the movie. Or His, like yeah. or either either that or like he and I just like think the same way. So like he does what I would have done making them I don't know what it is. I haven't seen Midsummer because Hereditary kind of bummed me out a it's little a bit. bit of a bummer. Like yeah, it didn't it didn't make me feel bad in the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just kinda like, uh yeah. Ugh, gross. But Midsummer, I'm super curious about because I love horror movies in the sunlight. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fun. Plus, Midsummer, the weird yeah. culty thing. Like, I definitely have some relationship with that. So, yeah, like, you do. 
Have you seen the original Wicker Man? Yeah, I love the original I th- Wicker yeah, Man. Yeah, me too. I really love cool. the original yeah. Wicker Man. The I, th- I think the original Wicker Man is better than Midsummer. It's, it's in a similar but territory. It's the basically, yeah, very like similar yeah. kind of, yeah. But uh, Midsummer is for sure worth it. Uh, it's just not a perfect movie. But yeah. I think, I think yeah, I think you would dig it. Um, it's not scary. That's cool. It's just kind of like... It's just heavy. Yeah. That, just well, really that's heavy. what I was worried about. Is it like a movie if you watch it with people and it's over, you're like, oh, what do we talk about now? Like Requiem Re- right. Re- for a Dream where you're just kind of right. like the mood is a little. Which I would say, someone else called it out too, but I would say Requiem for a Dream is a psychological horror movie. Yeah. Kind of, you know? yeah, it totally feels that but way. But yeah, Midsummer, you just, you leave it feeling like heavy. But um, uh, I watched High Life this year. That Outer I, Space I need to see movie that one. I need with Juliette Binoche yeah, yeah, yeah. and Robert Pattinson. I need to that see that. That feels like a psychological horror movie, even though it's ostensibly a drama. I'm not sure if I liked it. It, okay. it has some explosive content in there. Uh, I don't know how much. Do you know about this movie, High Life? With just Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I want yeah. to see It's on the my list. Filmmaker. I've always wanted to see one of her movies. It's like a French filmmaker, Claire Denise. Oh, I yeah. Think? Claire Denise. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a it's a hard movie to take. It's not a pleasant movie. Yeah. Uh, it's about criminals in outer space doing criminal stuff in outer space. Dope. And uh, Claire Denis is great. Yeah. What else has she done? Um, that I want to say. Recommend? I'm looking it up, uh, but I want to say uh, Top was, of the Lake was her. Oh, I thought that was Jane Campion. Nope, that's Jane Campion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, I've always I know she's like a big filmmaker, and I've always wanted to see something of her. So highlight. Okay, yeah, shock a lot. Chose hers, the original. Oh, weird! That these couldn't be more different movies then. Let the sunshine in. Let the anyway. right one in. High life. If you want to see some right one in, space stuff, that's one of my favorite psychological horror movies. The uh, foreign one or the American one? The first one. The foreign. Yeah. One. I haven't yeah. seen the American one. I never I saw. People swear by the American. I never one. saw I never the saw remake. It. Actually, I never saw it because you never saw the old boy remake. The <gasps> I never saw that either. Oh, speaking of vampires and old boy, Thirst. Thirst, Thirst. Thirst is his best movie. Thirst I love is amazing. Thirst. You like Thirst? Thirst. Yeah, Thirst is Thirst is so probably good. like two hours and forty minutes long. But it's it, like, such a feels cute love so story. Good. What was Thirst the one with uh, Mia? Mia Wasserski. Oh. And uh, Matthew Good. Wait, is it? Are you talking about Crimson that? Peak? No, no, because that is the from the Korean director, the horror movie. Uh, Matthew Good. It's like Close Choker or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, that. I don't know yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, I've never. It's heard his American of film. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't oh, seen that yeah, one yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, Thirst is amazing. Only Lovers Left Alive is amazing. Not, that's more of like a vampire hangout movie, though. That's not really. A yeah, I'm not even sure if that's horror. No, but I, don't, I wouldn't say that's. That's horror. Jim Jarmusch's best movie. That one, uh, I think it's you recommended favorite. that think, really yeah. hard to I think me, I and did I saw re- it, yeah. and I really oh, yeah, liked it. Because we talked yeah. about how you didn't like Jarmusch, and I was shocked, and I was like, "Watch Only Lovers Left Alive." Um, but yeah, Let the Right One In is so good. The original, so I never old. saw the old one. Let the Right One In is is the pinnacle to me of the kind of movie where it's like days later or leaving the theater you have a realization about the movie that changes like recontextualizes the entire thing love that i love that under the skin is a movie like that under the skin yeah under the skin whenever i watch that movie i'm like i don't you know i don't know if i like this the yeah. scarlett johansson one I'm yeah, like, yeah i don't yeah. know if i like this and then two days later something clicks i'm like oh wait never mind i love it yeah i love this movie i was kind of like that too because when i was watching it i was like man this looks so good and i, I like the way it looks but it's kind of just the same thing over and over again six times. Why? And then I found out afterwards that all the almost all the men in the movie didn't realize they were being filmed, and it was like shot gorilla with hidden cameras and stuff. And they actually thought they were just getting picked up by this like hooker or whatever that uh, Scarlett Johansson was playing. 
and and it's and just she's like really an alien. Yeah, and it's just like what <laughs> that uh, that was based on a book under the skin. And okay, I can't remember the author's name, but he's really cool. He has a good book called uh, Book of Strange New Things. It is amazing. One of the best books I've read in a long time. It was Dang. about in real life that author's wife was dying, Michael and he was Faber? like, "This, yeah." He was like, "This is going to be the last book I write," Whoa. and it's a metaphor about his relationship with his wife. But he wrote it about a missionary to Mars who's trying to teach aliens Christianity. Oh God! And somehow that's a metaphor for his relationship with his dying wife, because the missionary to Mars leaves a wife, wife back at home. His in real life, his wife was dying. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, sad. Yeah. It's really sad, but it's such a heartbreaking, touching book, uh, and it kind of like pokes fun at religion in a soft way, which I think usually if you do it that way, it's a little bit more incisive. Yeah. If you're super satirical, yeah. sometimes yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, I you're get like, it, you're okay, a bratty kid. It. You hate, but this one's yeah. sort of like softly criticizing it in a way that just feels kind of gracefully bittersweet. I, it's wow. a great book, Book of Strange New Things. Any fans of Under the Skin, I go recommend that book by the Shit. same author. Yeah, I haven't cool. read the book, but I've listened to the Neo Opera by Ben Frost for the Wasp Factory. You mentioned this, to yeah. Me. yeah. Have you ever yeah. listened to it? Mm-mm. That's uh, that, I would call that a psychological horror. Yeah, that sounds opera. like it. It's it, like a it character study, right? Opera the movie Dario Argento, uh, which I've never seen. I have a poster of that in it's my a good office. One. That's an Argento. The soundtrack's I amazing. I think it's got Brian Eno it on has, the score with right. Goblin. That it has right. one of the best knife to the throat kills you'll ever see. Wow, some good gore. I like good Argento. Yeah, and then boy, oh boy. Yeah, he can get he, bad. He kind of fell off there, <laughs> but yeah. He's oh, not like very Goblin? psychological horror, though. No, he's very he's, much he's like just, just gruesome gore. Yeah, yeah. he's just kind of horror. Uh, we Blown we have guts. a game. First time we have a game on the show here. Um, sent in by Jesse Blue. Uh, oh, I know that. Your listeners are really cool. Some of your listeners like contacted me and we're pals awesome. now on the internet. That's yeah, awesome. You have great listeners. We, really we do. We have a the really, Easy really, community is the I best love our on community. the internet. It's, it's, yeah, for sure. Um, but Jesse Blue asked, I'm curious... Uh, what draws people to traditional horror? And she would ask us, uh, what? how would we classify the below? And I'm kind of recontextualizing this as a game. So we have to, I'll, I'll read a movie, and you have to say if it is, and obviously like psychological horror is a sh- sub-genre yes. of horror. So tra-la-la. tra-la-la. But like, we, if we have to contextualize it as psychological horror or just horror, uh, we'll go through each one of these and you tell me which one you think it is, okay? Let's do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, the Shining. Psychological, Psychological horror. horror. Yeah. yeah, 100%. This is a yeah. quintessential yeah. 100%, one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Best movie Gremlins. Gremlins is just horror. Just horror, horror yeah. 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 Well, Creature that's horror, such a cute horror movie. Maybe. Blair Witch Project. Psychological horror. Haven't seen it. Really? Dude. Yeah. You would like Can Blair I see Witch it Project. at this point? Like, it feels hold, like yeah, yeah, yeah. so much. I promise. I swear. It'll probably hold I up. swear, dude, watch it on a dark night alone with the wit. It will creep you the hell yeah. out. It, it holds great. up. It would probably yeah, hold up. Cool. It would probably hold up. That because is it is just raw and dirty and grimy, and yeah. you just can't help but feel Plus, like, freaked the out. The filmmaking is so weird and exploitative <sighs> that it's like interesting from a few angles. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that movie's freaky. Here's a good one. Bram Stoker's Dracula. With Keanu Reeves? Yeah. yeah. One of the best, if not the best, stake to the heart kill of all time in cinema. <laughs> Ever. I they just like hammer, it for all the uh I like the hammers costumes. the stake into Practical a vamp effects too. Yeah. He hammers the stake into a vamp and legitimate buckets of blood 
just yeah. it's a fun movie I, I, li- I like that movie. I like it too Castlevania Symphony of the Night the artist feels very inspired yes. by yeah. Bram Stoker's Bram particular Stoker. version of Dracula Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula has a big old jump scare in it when the bat comes down but um, I don't think it's psychological it maybe it wants to be it wants to be it almost is but isn't yeah, yeah. but uh, my shout out to my Sound teacher from college won an Oscar for that movie. Oh, congrats, sound teacher from college, dude, David Stone, well dude. Yeah, the sound of that steak going <laughs> in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interview with the vampire, with the psychological vampire. Yeah, yeah. Because it's Dracula. But it's very better. dated. I feel like, but yeah, I rewatched it again because it is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like just straight up, I love that movie. The mood and the setting. I yeah. get, I can't get enough of that. I rewatched like uh, half of it like a year ago. It. Didn't hold up as well as I wanted it to. It's still yeah. good, but... Also, it was really, really funny not having seen it since I was, like, a teenager and then watching it again, and I was like, oh, y'all gay! This Brad is a gay Tom movie. Tom Cruise? Yeah. Hell yeah. And I just did not even calculate that. didn't that. register? When, oh, I was, yeah, when yeah, I was, like, yeah. 14, I was like, vampires, yeah, this is great. No, that <laughs> has some <laughs> vibrant yeah, homoeroticism yeah. Oh, no, yeah. in there. And now it's, I'm like, like <laughs> radiating from the screen. <laughs> yeah, How I did know. you miss that? I was like, because <laughs> I grew up in a small town. I don't know. I didn't hear about <laughs> yeah. any of this stuff until I was, like, older. But yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, but how did I miss that? <laughs> I was like, wow. Just That's the, part of the fun thing about vampire movies is I feel, oh, feel yeah. like they got to be like low-key homoerotic Sex, yeah. when it wouldn't have flown otherwise. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, Erotica. Signs. <laughs> Psychological baby all the way. I would say just horror on this No one. way, dude. That movie freaks me the hell out, dude. Alien Invasions, dude. Because like, my wife's a big scaredy cat. So it's funny because nothing, no horror really scares me. So it's funny picking her brain on like what really freaks her out and what doesn't, and then talking to you about jump scares. Like, there's always one aspect of horror that really gets under people's skin. Yeah. And I feel like if you're afraid of aliens, that's my wife's biggest fear is like alien and demon shit. Yeah. Like, dude, if you're just afraid of aliens, Signs is like the ultimate like freaking uh. Fire in the Sky vibes, just like those two alien movies. Oh, dude, it's about like being abducted by aliens. So cool. scary, dude. Signs is up there for me with like one of just the, the scariest. Funny. That's yeah. funny. You know, I didn't feel anything during Signs. Wow. I really wow. don't like it's, Signs. It's like magic yeah. didn't the, the, work the, on my brain. The Joaquin. Yeah. The Joaquin. <laughs> Shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see the well, alien that like, shot's like a, Yeah, that's just a jump scare. The, the scariest part of that movie, I think, is when it... That that shot where there's just one standing on top of the barn. That's yeah, the, that's the freakiest part I think to me. I think some things that are scary are when they're sort of just like weird and uncanny and slightly yeah. off, yeah. rather than super threatening. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that catches mm-hmm. you in a way that you're not expecting. That's why that scene just when you see like it on TV, yeah, like yeah. the like the OG like in, invasion of the body snatchers and yeah. stuff like that, where it's like pod people. Like that's weird because it's just like slight. Something's just slightly weird here. Like Get Out does that really, really well. Yeah. Same with Us. Before, yeah, I, I haven't seen Us. Loved Us. Us has some story loved problems. Us. Yeah, and everyone who criticizes it for that, they're correct. But it's still phenomenal anyway. Phenomenal. It's really, I've really been, cool. I've just been kind of afraid to see it. It's but. thrilling. Yeah. It's like thrilling. It's yeah. like super entertaining. It's and like scary. W- yeah. I, I mentioned It Chapter 2 being flawed. And it's like weird that It Chapter 2 and Us to me, I know that they're flawed. Like I know there's problems with these movies, but like. I forgive They're amazing. Yeah. 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 I, I loved it. <laughs> 
All like, is forgiven. Us was so good. Us is cool. Like Get Out it's is cool. Perfect. Get Out is yeah, Get Out is perfect. Basically a perfect movie. Yeah. Yes. But us, us has yeah. higher heights. Yeah. It's not as a perfect of a movie as yeah. Get Out, but it, it aims, reaches some cool. It places. aims higher. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. He's stretching himself. Yeah. That's what you want to see, right? Yeah. Um. Some freaky shit in there, Ian. Look out. Yeah, it's mean, freaky. Does it have, like, It'll get you. jump scares? Like, uh, freaky, I maybe can... Maybe one or two. I think, yeah. But it's more images. just terrifying tableaus. You're watching some uh, shit go down, and I'm like, this is horrible what's happening. Was it yeah. R or PG-13? Oh, it's R. It's oh, okay, R. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, ghosts and demons are the ones that kind of linger with me. Because, like, aliens, it's like, you just fly a jet into them and you're fine. You just go, I'm hot, I'm You back. call Will Smith and yeah. uh, everything's fine. And uh, yeah, you just hit him in the tailpipe and you're fine. But like demons and ghosts is kind of just like, well, can't really do anything. Yeah. Like old priests, young priests don't seem to work most of the time. It's just like, eh, okay. They're usually the one who dies first. They die first. <laughs> they get thrown out a window. Yeah. Um, the Exorcist holds up. And I don't, and again, it's it's these. I Keeps I, getting funnier every time I see it. <laughs> What's that from? Beetlejuice. Nice. I feel like it's hard with legacy stuff, right? We live in an age now where everything is readily available. There's so much going on. There's so much new things to watch. So I feel like now more than ever, these celebrated masterpieces can kind of just be like dismissed in a way. Well, here's, I have have a question for you guys. Because there's just so much new stuff. It's like nobody has time to revisit these classic masterpieces, you know? Yeah. So I just feel like The Exorcist, like if you haven't seen Exorcist, go eat your vegetables. Please go watch. It's good for you. Yeah, like I know it's old, <laughs> like I know movies have have become so good and TV is so good and and you can watch like The Haunting of Hill House just seems like, yeah. wow, we get 10 hours of The Exorcist. Like dude, watch Exorcist. I want I, I, Tokyo Slim brought up something that I think is a really cool point where he was saying I think Alfred Hitchcock was a pioneer of psychological horror, but I'm not sure how much of that is attributed to the studio code, like the Hayes code and all that stuff, and how much he wanted to remain unseen. Same goes for Twilight Zone. And I, I, to, I think he totally brings up an interesting point. And also, I would, I, I would posit that a horror movie, just straight horror movie in the 70s, seen by a current audience, might rec- a current audience might reclassify it as more of a psychological horror movie just because of the evolution of film and how like we just show so much more gore and stuff now oh, yeah, our standards for violence are so weird now like, Very, if you yeah. watch a comedy now it's oh, more yeah. gory than a horror movie from yeah. the 70s people's hands are <laughs> yeah. blown off and stuff yeah yeah and so it's really interesting because it's like the exorcist at the time was like so shocking and and yeah. vile and like you know as bordering on like schlock according to some you know critics, whereas by today's standards it's like oh yeah it, this is a, oh, yeah. It's so good it's I mean it holds up obviously but like yeah. it's just an interesting thought to me where it's like do you think that 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 is really interesting yeah to that because back then it was so over the top but now yeah because we're desensitized yeah. it's just like normal yeah that is a really interesting point sort of like how I talk about this with my friend Sarah a lot where it's like. Some of those earlier Hayes Code movies and like earlier movies and stuff, uh, where they couldn't have any like explicit sexuality at all in them, but like everything was innuendo. 
some of that stuff is like the sexiest stuff because it's like they can't actually say anything that they're trying to say, so they're just like dancing around it. Yeah. And the same goes with horror, where it's like I think it's more deeply affecting sometimes when they couldn't show it. Yeah, definitely. like you know the classic movie Night of the Hunter with uh, oh, is yeah. it Robert Mitchum with a yeah. dude tattoo? Yes. The thing that's interesting about that character, he's a creepy guy. Did you just reference Night of the Hunter, yes. bro? <laughs> so, like, okay, he goes around killing women, but he does not want to have sex, and that is actually one of the things that's scary about this particular character because he's doing that through some kind of weird kind of religious killer mentality. Mm -hmm. Not some like expression of his own like sexuality but you're like oh something is up with this particular dude in a weird way where he wants to conquer these people mentally with violence. Anyway. Not I love it's fascinating, but I think that was like my sort dad of told me about that of the, of the like time period is yeah. like you wouldn't show some extreme graphic horrible violence, so you just do it more with the psychology of the characters. And I think Definitely. that stuff mm. like that can be like some of the more deeply, I say deeply affecting a lot, I guess, but like some of the more like disturbing characters, I think, follow along that those lines, you know, like the more psychological kind of stuff, like Hannibal Lecter or. Uh, First Reformed just popped into my mind, or like the the films of. That's Michael. funny. I thought of that, and I was like, "Does that even count?" Does it yeah, count? Yeah, yeah, it sort of does. But like any, like Michael Haneke does this a lot, where it's just like capital D dread, you know, where it's like I think about Cachet or the White Ribbon or any of these movies, and it's just like, good lord, like it's not nothing horrific or like one thing of horror will happen. You know, and like it's classified under drama or like psychological drama or something, you know, but it's just so tense. Dread is such a cool element in filmmaking. And my uh, friend who did it follows. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he said something really cool once when he was doing a screening of one of his movies. He was talking about how uh, Dread was one of the tones he really wanted to achieve with It Follows, but it's really hard to nail because Dread is cumulative. Right. You know, it's like something that like uh, acquires throughout the course of a movie, but when you're making a movie, you're just doing one scene at a time and you don't know if that feeling is adding up until you like cut it all together. So it's like one of those cross your fingers and hope it yeah. it's actually there at the end. I yeah. feel I feel bad cuz I've been too afraid to watch it follows even though I know I know Rich Vreeland who did the the soundtrack to that and Under the Silver Lake which it, I loved. A lot of dread. It's I loved yeah. Under the Silver Lake. It follows is very poetic. And okay. it feels like it ends on a poetic tone. Okay. So that might help counterbalance okay, some okay. of your trepidation about it. A lot it. of dread. Yeah. Yeah. Dread, dread. Here's the thing. Dread, I like. Like in movies, in real life, I hate it. But in movies, I handle dread. I like dread. It's just like a freaky image or like. A lot of freaky images. Or like a jump scare, yeah. But I mean, like, It Follows specifically, like, was described to me. And I've, like, been looking behind me or walking home, you know? Like, same with Blair Witch, honestly. Like, some older kids at my first job working at the St. Croix Boat and Packet Company spraying liquid smoke on ribs for boats, for steamboats. That sounds like a setup for a horror movie. Yeah, right? It kind of was. <laughs> but uh, the horror movie of my life. But, like, some of the older kids were just describing Blair Witch Project to me, and I was so afraid. I was so afraid. It's really scary. That was me as a kid with Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Just the description of the movie yeah. without having seen it. Like, I would be like, I can't go to sleep because Freddy's yeah. going to get me. Candyman also. Have you ever had any real dreams about Freddy? No. I've had real dreams where Freddy shows up and I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, that was a close call. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> if, I was in a dream with Freddy. I was if, this close. He Fre- almost got me. If yeah. Freddy ever, like, haunted my dreams, Jason would come in and protect Save me. Yeah. And kill him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably would. Jason would yeah. have your back. He's your yeah. persona. Oh. Um... 
Are there any other directors that you guys like in this? Cronenberg. Kind of... How do we get this yeah. far without Cronenberg? I mean, I was gonna. I actually, it was funny because <laughs> when I, you can attest to this, when I messaged him for the theme of this this episode a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "All right, what do we do? Cronenberg body horror or just psychological horror on the whole?" Well, because Cronenberg, Cronenberg is very <laughs> like, even though he uses body horror visually. As a theme, it's all to the service yeah. of psychological messages and feelings. Like the brood, the brood is, is my favorite. psychological horror. Like Number it's about one. psychology. It's yeah. like, have you seen? The I brood? haven't seen the brood actually. Oh, the brood is like about this weird kind of cultish institute of psychology that gives people therapy, but it ends up giving them these weird marks on their body. And then it I grows into dude. these like sort of don't spoil uh, it, yeah, yeah, don't spoil yeah. it, it dude. Don't spoil the brood. I mean, yeah. I assume. Anyway, that, yeah. it grows into things that are scary. <laughs> Is that the one where it was called like Orgy of the Blood Parasites for a while? Probably. In, in maybe uh, the brood is really top shelf Cronenberg. It yeah. is. It's so. And good. I love the fly. I love Dead Ringers. I mean, to me, to me, one of the aspects like body horror as a subgenre, I think, would largely fall into psychological horror because like. What's more terrifying to the psyche than like watching your own body betray you? You know, yeah, I mean, like fly. everyone has this ingrained fear of illness and death, and it's just like my God, like nothing ain't nothing scarier than that. Yeah, the fly is it was one of my childhood favorites, the I original, the and fly. of course the I remake the fly. with gold. Yeah, it's it you, it's hard to get better than that. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're right, Ian, of just like not only is his body deterior deteriorating. And like this slow, just slowly killing him, which is horrifying. But it's like he went for his dreams yeah. too, you know? Like he has this this whole idea of like, dude, I'm going to invent teleportation. Like let's do this, following his dreams, going all in for it. And it just goes horribly wrong. And that's, that's scary too. <gasps> that makes me think of, you mentioned Haneke earlier, but Amore. The uh, Haneke film. I that, watched that one. That is a horror. That is a horror. I heard it has 100%. like one crazy thing in it. Yeah, I it's just about it like a couple in love and you know dealing with like illness and body is decaying and it is hard. It's uh, a hard yeah, movie. I don't to know watch. if I can that handle that. That is Haneke. Like, shoot. Yeah. You've, you've seen this yes. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Most that, depressing cover of all time. Uh, it also it just. Yeah, that one I could I I just knew I was like nope can't do this one. This is a tough watch. Sad movies. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Need a good cry. Yeah. Who oh, boy. But Cronenberg is, is one of the best. Yeah. I love just how he handles, like, I mean, it's he's a smart genre director. Yeah. I feel like. Because he always has something to say, yeah, too. Yeah, it's true. You know? Well, and, I mean, Crash, the good Crash, not the bad Oscar winner, but, uh. That only Cronenberg movie I don't like. That well, I it like it really upset me like mm. watching that movie. It I was, was just like, Ugh. that's the one I was just so bored in. Oh really? Yeah. It's just it, I think I, me, I think like it was unsettling. over my head, dude. I saw it too early. Maybe I just missed it all. I was like, well, I don't like, know what's happening. Especially at the time of life where I watched it, like infidelity stuff would really irk me out, like skeeve me out. So I mean, like mm. Straw Dogs, Peck and Paw is a whole other. Peckinpah, he Wild might be bunch. a horror director too. Yeah, Straw Dogs is a horror movie. Straw Dogs is yeah. a horror movie, like yeah. a home invasion, strangers. Last House on the but Left. Like, my God, Straw Dogs. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Kind of. I kind of thumbs down on Straw Dogs. You don't I like actually Dogs? don't like it. Straw no, Dogs? I mean it's a well-made movie, but well, that, I really don't like where it's coming from. That's my uh, thing. That's my thing. Is with Straw Dogs is like I really don't know what Peckinpah is saying here about like 
women or abuse or not like, good things it doesn't yeah, seem I'm like, like <laughs> i'm like i'm like who hurt you peck and paw you, you be, hate women don't you the pa- pauline kale essay about oh, straw dogs i would is love to great read that. yeah, yeah pauline kale she's one of the Saint, best film Saint critics pauline, but not the best. Dude. Yeah. pauline kale is a genius do you like have you read any of her film not, criticism she's no. one of the best film critics in ever. college she has in really college, great things to say in, in film school a friend of mine had like her compendium of like the shorter yeah, reviews me too. It's good yeah. One. yeah and i would just like sit we would have there would be parties you know people would be like spinning records of Jesus Christ Superstar with craft work or whatever. And I was just sitting in the corner. It sounds like while, college. Yeah. And like, <laughs> there's a Yodorowsky film on the TV and I'm just sitting in the corner reading Pauline Kael re- reviews, <laughs> like at a party, like drunk out of my mind. Oh, good stuff. Oh, man. I think most people who went to college have either that exact experience or something similar. <laughs> yeah, everyone's that been sounds to like that college. party. That's yeah, really everyone's funny. been to I that party. I think I hosted many of them myself. Yeah, yeah. And then you get home and your roommate's <laughs> drunk on like gin and tonics and screams at you about Heidegger. Yeah, that was my college experience. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something and I lost it. But uh, oh, shout out to Rick and Morty for turning Cronenberg into a verb. Because he's like, man, we really Cronenberg that whole universe. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Um, all right. I feel like we, we were going a little long, so we should uh, try to lightning round a few different things. We'll skip that one. It's a feel-bad question. Uh, I was just which one's missed the mark, but it's like, yeah, who, who needs to talk about that? The Joker. Uh, what film successfully merged genres? Mainly, I just wanted to bring up how much Event Horizon scarred me as a kid. By about this and someone else, Colt Smith actually brought up Event Horizon Two. Bone um, Tomahawk. I've heard about Bone Tomahawk and I haven't seen it yet. Bone Tomahawk. Is it like a horror western? Yeah. Is it good? Yes. Cool. This director makes really long, intense movies. Who is? He made Bone director? Tomahawk. Then he did the movie Cell Block with Vince yeah. Vaughn. Okay. And then he made another movie recently, which I haven't seen, but I want to. A two and a half hour cop drama with Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson called Dragged Across Concrete. And I apparently, cannot, it's really good. I I can't. I heard it's buy, not just a clever title. Yeah, I heard it's good. <laughs> I, I can't heard it's buy really serious good. Vince Vaughn still. Maybe it was Both True Dicks season two that just like made me despise it because mm-hmm. that's like Island lo- levels of terrible. Yeah, I haven't but watched like, those two, but I saw Bone Tom and it's really good. Mm, okay. So, and all three of those movies are critically acclaimed. Ah, seven. Ah. In the game by David Yo, Fincher. The, the game. Are, that's my dude. favorite Fincher. Is, is the, the game. game. I love the game. Love the game, the game is game. amazing. I, I saw like it like three Fincher times in the lot, theater. But I love yeah, the game. The game I, is really cool. I have the Blu-ray. The game feels like a French existentialist novel from the '60s yeah. or something. It's really underrated. Plus, it's just yeah. like yeah, it really underrated. fun. Well, it is. Yeah, thoughtful and interesting. Yeah. Like, oh man, the game, dude. That's cool. Super underrated. Fincher is such a master. Used to be my favorite. He's so good at tone. While while still being like accessible, Zodiac, know, dude. Even Panic Room is dope. Mm-hmm. Like shit. up until Gone Girl, he was like my favorite. And yeah, then I Gone Girl, I you did not Gone like Gone Girl. I mean, I mean, I mean, Social Network. Sorry, uh, oh. Social Network. Wait, was, did That's he do Gone Girl? He Gone did Gone Girl. Girl. Really yeah. cool. I Which like is Gone really Girl. good. Gone Girl, I wanted to like more than I did though. But then he now he's been messing around on TV. I just feel like we haven't had a great classic Fincher movie more in, in a I, long time. I actually really, really like. Where you at, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. His Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, I really like. I guess because I had seen the all vibes the other ones, of it. I like. I was just like, yeah, I already yeah. saw this. I mean, it's a different thing. I think it's different. Daniel Craig. I like Daniel Craig, and the Mara. Which Mara was that? Rooney. Rooney Mara. Yeah. Uh, and Kate Mara. Yeah. Double Mara. Kate Mara was in House <laughs> of Cards, which he did. Have they ever been in anything together? Rooney and Kate? Yeah. Are they related? 
They're sisters. They are? I, I <sighs> think they're sisters. Mara's not a common last name. <sighs> now I have to Google it. Mind blown. Now I have to Google it. Mind blown. Had no clue. I believe they're... They even look pretty similar. Had no clue. Let's see here. Family. Yeah, relatives. Kate Mara, sister. Isn't it weird that Catherine Hepburn and Audrey Hepburn aren't sisters? I thought that for my entire mind life. Mind blown. Wait, dude. Isn't that, isn't double mind the, blown. The daughter? I don't other? think they're related. They're not at related? All. At all. Just totally different headburns. Isn't that wild? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. My whole life I thought that, yeah. I recently had one where I thought, what was it? Oh, Vera Farmiga. I thought Tessia Farmiga was her daughter, but they're sisters. sisters. Yeah. Whatever. I like the Farmiga. Let's, uh, let's uh, it's psychological horror. Yeah. Uh, the thing is great. Carpenter. I really want to talk about, to me, the moment. The exact moment when horror came back, I want to see if you agree or disagree, the moment modern horror rised from the ashes to the mainstream. Very dramatic. I got to be as dramatic as possible. To the moment that we are in now where horror is phenomenal, The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Someone actually said brought, I want to hear Huber talk yes, about the Conjuring universe. Rated R horror movie that just made buckets of money that revitalized to me the entire genre, dude. I think Saw did it. Same director, James Wan. You can oh, yeah. give all the credit to James Wan. Yeah. Saw, but still Saw sti- Saw brought back the like yearly grimy, franchise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Conjuring money was bag like, movies. Yeah. The Conjuring to me was like, yo, we can make like good horror not yeah. just like horror fun no like we have like really good art house quality filmmaking horror back i think the conjuring uh, it, like a lot is owed to that moment and uh since then so many greats have have come out and they've been kind of a similar vibe and a pace that that psychological vibe of the slow drawn out you know, the nun is the in that ramp universe, up. Right? You didn't like the nun. The nun is in that universe, and it's not good. Not very good. Same with the Curse of La Llorona. Same universe, not very good. There are a lot of movies in that universe. It's getting bigger, yeah. It's getting crazy. Is An- Annabelle's in there? <laughs> Annabelle. There's three Annabelle movies now. Or something. Uh, let's, uh, Conjuring one, two, three. There's only two. Okay, one, two. Annabelle yep. one, two, three. Yes. Curse of La Llorona and the nun. And the nun. That's yeah. it. It's out of control. Yeah. It's like Amityville. And they like, like jump. They jump all over time, so they're all like out of whack. It's like, it's like the ski, the seal discography. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> and, and we were talking about the seal discography. I feel like I have to have mentioned the seal discography before. Hang on, kissed by a rose from the grave. Do you, seal? Is yeah, that who seal. are you talking about? Do you like The Conjuring? I have not seen any of those ten or twelve movies wow. you listed. Wow, I missed all of them. Well, The Conjuring one is easily the best out of all of them, so I highly recommend The Conjuring one. It is phenomenal is it gruesome i'm curious it's not too gruesome okay. no there cool. are one or two parts of like really intense blood a lot of blood especially one part is like whoa a lot of blood comes but like way more psychological way more spooky haunted house dude and like they gave away one of it's so funny going back like distancing yourself from trailers and marketing right like the Conjuring before it came out, they really sold the Lily, the Lily Tom. What is her name? Lily something. Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. They really sold the Lily Tomlin or, uh, beginning of the movie because there's this beginning one kind of take, go through the house, really horror bit that like was so given away in the trailers, 
Oh, that, but then the movie shifts to something else? No, and then yeah. the, the movie, like, has that scene, but it's like, ah, oh, you gave all that stuff away in the uh, trailer, that, like, beginning set piece that's so good. Anyway, because I had a similar incident with uh, Watchmen. I went back and rewatched Watchmen, and, you know, when a comedian gets thrown out the window? Mm-hmm. That's using like every every yeah, every yeah. time the Watchmen is brought up, it's yeah. it's the comedian getting thrown out the window. And I rewatched it and hadn't seen any marketing in like years and years and years. And I'm like, that is one of my favorite shots in cinema. That that shot is unreal, dude. Him just like midair out of the window, glass all around him. I'm like, the marketing just wasted and abused it. Cowboy Bebop's got a good one of those. Yeah, the anyway. Crow got a good. One. The Conjuring, the clap. You don't remember the clap? I didn't see that movie, but I I, heard, I saw the clapping in the trailer, and I was like, I'm not watching this. That's everyone's Halloween assignment. Yeah. Yeah. What they is have the, a what's the clapping again? The like... daughter runs and hides, oh. and the mom claps, and then the daughter has to like clap back to get like a is little that hint. The, is that the classic? That's the, is the lady in that movie? She's the one from The Haunting, who is who plays like the same character and everything. She was Eleanor in The Haunting with Catherine Zeta Jones. You know what I'm talking about? What's her name? I guess I, I could just IMDB The Conjuring and see if it's the same person. The Haunting Dude with Kelly J. Jones and Liam Neeson. I haven't seen that in so long. Doesn't super hold up, <laughs> but kind of holds up. I remember in like Owen Wilson, right? I remember it was Liam fine. Neeson. What's yeah, Owen, Owen Wilson's Wilson? thing that they do super cuts of? He says something. Wow. That. wow. wow. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Who plays Eleanor in that damn movie? Lily Taylor. Now. Lily Taylor, that's her. Okay, Lily, Lily okay, Taylor yeah, the, okay, is in The yeah. Conjuring. I was going to say, I was like, Lily Tomlin's not in yeah. The Conjuring. Yeah, isn't she the, like, Sorry, Lily comedian? Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily, Lily Taylor. Taylor. Lily Sorry. Taylor plays, like... I was thinking she's, of the operator. She always, yeah. She's very good at playing this kind of character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, if you have not seen The Conjuring 1, again, I, too scary do not me, be blinded by the franchise vibe of it all now, because <laughs> when The Conjuring 1 came out, it was its own little thing. Don't let all the noise and the Hollywood studios and the franchise of it all just just take away from how great The Conjuring 1 is. Really important movie. I will die on that hill and fall on that story. It is. Because since then, we've gotten things like The Witch and Midsummer and, and The Lighthouse coming out. Like It Follows, The Babadook. All these came out in this new era that we are currently operating in. Sure, sure, sure. Like, of course, phenomenal now, dude. It's like the best it's been. Did it ever been. go away then? Did it ever go away? When I did it go away? The 90s? The 90s, we got like There's the, a lot of the, the found to video. Dude, the yeah. found yeah. foil cover. The found stuff, footage yeah. era. Like, the that got so movies. tiring. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Last thing I wanted to mention before the quote thing Morgan Mahala brought up Green Room. Green Room, which dude. I think Jeremy Solner would be a kind of maybe would be a psychological horror movie. Solner did something Solner. recently. Solner, he's doing something now. If the movie doesn't have a color in the title, I'm out. Tell me what Solner is doing right now, Ian. Green Room is that one political? Uh, kind of. Yeah. It. I mean, it. I didn't see it. Oh, but I think I know the one you're talking it's, about. It's a right? band. It's a punk rock he band. True Detective, the newest season. Oh, really? Only a couple episodes. Oh, out. fun. Yeah. Uh, Green Room is about uh, Anton Yelchin, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, rest Rip. his soul. Dude. Uh, very him. sad about that, yeah. Oh. But um, a punk band plays at a club that turns out to be like a neo-Nazi club, and they see something they shouldn't, and they, they have to hole up in the green room 
while the Nazis are trying to like get rid of the get and rid of the witnesses. The main Nazi is Picard. Yeah, Sir, oh, wow. Sir Patrick Stewart. Green Room is phenomenal, and you would love it. It is really good. Did you it's like Green very, Room very or? I like Green Room more than Blue Ruin. Blue Ruin, and then I still have yet to, but I'm going to now watch Hold the Dark, which was yeah, his Netflix that. one the that Wolf got like one. medium reviews. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Green Room is super good. You should check it out. Yeah. Um. Anybody got a quote? For the quote challenge, or I should did. we just get the hell out of here? I got quotes. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Black Coat's Daughter, good Halloween movie. Oh, I've heard that's cool. Black, Black Coat's is really Daughter. cool. Yeah. I have a huge long list, so I'll add it to it. Uh, but yeah, I do have a quote. Okay. I love the quote. That's, Black, that's yeah, my favorite one. Was it Black Coat's? Black Coat's Daughter. Who's in that? The Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the daughter nice. on Mad Men. I the can't pronounce Sabrina her name. The yeah, the new okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Whoever the blonde-haired girl yeah, yeah. who is Don Draper's daughter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's really cool in it. And Emma Roberts. And it is like a eerie, sad horror movie. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it a lot. Cool. Yeah. I like eerie sad. You've things. seen The Witch, right? Yeah, I love The Witch. Yeah, The Witch is cool. Because I'm gonna do a quote from my favorite psychological horror movie that we did not mention on this episode at all yet. And it is one of my favorite movies of all time. And you've probably already seen it. I imagine both of you have seen it. But, um, okay, so the first quote from this movie is, uh, throw a rock in this town and you'll hit a writer. And do me a favor, throw it hard. Oh, God, that sounds familiar. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump it up with another quote. Throw a rock in this town and you'll hit a writer. Do me a favor, throw it hard. Okay, the next quote. It sounds from, like Night of the Hunter, dude. The next quote from this movie is, uh, honey... Where's my honey? Honey. <laughs> Same movie. Sounds like some Cohen Brothers shit. No, it sounds like getting uh, warmer. Getting warm. Okay, and then, and then the next the line. This might give it away. Look upon me. Bart I'll Fink. show you the life of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's psychological horror, right? I love Barton. <laughs> it doesn't feel like psychological horror until all of a sudden it is. Duh, Barton Fink. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you the life of the mind. <laughs> I need to rewatch Barton Fink. Yeah, it's I been loved it when I ages. saw it, but I've only Barton seen it Fink like twice. Is so sedate, so calm. I love Barton until Fink, all of a dude. sudden you're like, "What is happening?" It is yeah. Coen Brothers. Wow, good, right good pull, yeah, good yeah, pull, yeah. dude. They have such a distinct, yeah, they're, they're writing, they're writing yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barton Fink is classic. It really is. I mean, when you when you realize who John Goodman is kind of playing, I'd say it's a psychological horror movie. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Mm-hmm. My favorite of theirs. Nice. Even more than No Country for Old Men. No Country, perfect movie. Perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. Perfect. Paddington 2. Perfect film. Perfect <laughs> cinema. But yeah, Barton Fink is really good. Dude, even uh, A Serious Man would probably be a psychological horror movie. I mean, it's basically just Job, I guess. But like, man, I like that movie too. Me too. The ending of that movie is so funny. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, oh, any quotes? quote. Let me try to think. I got nothing. Um, I can't. I just can't stop thinking of the phrase "Hail Satan," but that's in like everything. <laughs> you could say like eight different movies, but I was thinking of it from. Uh, well, kind of spoil the movie, I guess. Did it? Did I? Ever oh, see I know the, what movie uh, you're thinking of. It's like RB. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, that one too. Yeah, yeah. That one too. But a uh, similar similar <laughs> moment in uh, R. O-N. Currently still in theaters, possibly. Oh. Uh, Hide-and-seek movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool Waiting for movie. that to come on demand. It was fun. I liked it. It was fun. Um, 
I don't know. I can't think of one either right now. I put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, What's that thing she says in audition? Audition's a psychological. She, she just goes like, thing. Yeah, that is Audition. That would be a fun quote if I just said that. Yeah. Last time when we were talking about puppets, dude. My quote was just from Dark Crystal. Yeah, dude. Juon is like yeah, The Ring, Grudge. Oh, did you see Dark Water? The original From Dark the Water. Several people brought that one. up. Yeah, I Several love people that brought one. that up. Because there's nothing really scary being shown that much, but it's yeah. still like, oh, that drop of water is really scary. I would highly recommend the original Wicker Man. The Nicolas Cage one is fun for a laugh. Make yeah, sure you watch yeah. the correct version, though, because I we watched the entirety of Nicolas Cage's The Wicker Man, and the version we were watching was like the theatrical cut or something doesn't show the not the bees part. What? Oh, that's the We watched the whole movie. Like, yeah. the bees. Yeah. Uh, oh, shout out to Vampire's Kiss. Legitimate phenomenal movie. Uh, that movie rules. And I will go to bat for Vampire's Kiss. That is quintessential Wait, is the Nick psycho- Cage yeah. Vampire's Kiss? Yeah. Psychological yeah, yeah. horror. That dude is going down a spiral. <laughs> How dare I? The Conjuring became my new obsession but even before that movie that has not been brought up the descent oh i got too scared it's like i shut it off i shut it off i got i got movies i shut it off i got so scared from the jump scares before they even got in the cave yeah like rebar coming through the windshield i was like all right i'm done all right okay That's (laughs) that's a rough thing to watch yeah and i love i i realize like I love a horror movie that really sets up the characters first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why The Descent works so well, because the first, like, 40 minutes at least are, like, the drama between all the girlfriends. And, like, yeah. you know? That's a scary movie. That is yeah, a like, that's scary. scary. That is so like, many, scary. So many... I'm having... A, if I got a blanket, my <laughs> knuckles are, like, white around that yeah, blanket yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah. So many just, like... And you want her to live, dude. Yeah, you want yeah. those characters to live. Want, I want her to live. Yeah. So many of the best horror movies, the classic horror movies, start with just, like, a woman alone... Like, and you just meet her, mm-hmm. you know? It's such a classic way to start. That's the cool thing about Alien, is it doesn't start that way. Right. You saw Alien cold with no trailer. You, don't know you wouldn't know Sigourney yeah. Weaver would be the hero until like 45 minutes into the movie. That's She's why, just a person amongst the crew. That's it's, why that script is just so genius. Yeah. I love that script too, because it's a perfect example of just like people just living their lives. It doesn't like, it doesn't- Want to get paid. Basically it like, <laughs> yeah, basically it like breaks- what about that bonus? It breaks <laughs> several bonus. rules of screenwriting. You know, it like doesn't in- introduce these people like in the traditional sense. Oh my God, it's so good. Perfection. Uh, Well, all right. Anything else you wanted to talk about? You got this whole list here. Yeah, we talked about a Dead lot Ringers, of them. dude. Love yeah, Dead, Dead Ringers. I've never seen. Is that Revanche? Yeah. I've never seen that. I've That's heard it's really movie. good. There's yeah. some recent French ones that are good. Revenge and Raw. Two different French women directors. Raw doing is sort French? of a body horror. The recent one? I think it's oh, wow. French. Yeah. Is it in English? No, no, no. no. They're both oh. subtitled, I think. What That's about some... Luz? I don't know. Hear about this one? one? What's Luz? Let me read the. It's on my list to watch for this Halloween. But Loves. the premise and the the critical take of it was really really good. Twenty eighteen, well, yeah. few people brought up the whaling. A young cool. cab driver drags herself into the brightly lit entrance of a rundown police station. A demonic entity follows her. Whoa! Scream! This is an American movie. Determined Loves? to finally be close to the woman it loves. Luz. Great Whoa. reviews. 
Uh, there was a really cool poster. This is a different poster, but there was a that really a cool poster. There's an even better poster. Let where me see it. No, this one's not cool. I got this don't get one. To see it. I don't get to see it. <laughs> Look how good that poster is. That's yeah, a that's good a good poster. It's one of the best posters. Show the camera. Show the camera. Oh, it's such a good <laughs> poster. Is that an old movie or a new movie? Uh, new? 2018. It says. Oh, okay. It was in the theaters recently, and I was like, oh, I gotta keep a keep a tab on that one. Yeah, yeah. And, I got to uh, see Parasite. I hear that's amazing. Yes. The anime Parasite. If you're looking for a good Halloween this horror anime, anime also Parasite? Parasite, Miyazaki was going to make a movie of it. But oh. instead they made like a, whatever, an OVA or serial yeah, yeah. TV series of it. Uh, Parasite's really good. It's like Cronenberg, body horror, oh. anime. But Crazy. imagine that Miyazaki wanted to direct something no, like that. Yes. And it's fun to watch it. It's, it's good. I was, I was talking about, uh, what is his name? Zhang Bunho? Is that the right The host person? director. Yep. The host, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The new one, that's Parasite, new movie. by him. This is really well-reviewed, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to see that. Oh, that's great. Got to see The Lighthouse. Got to see that lighthouse. That's by the witch director. That's the Willem um, Dafoe, Robert Willem Pattinson Dafoe. one. I hear it's amazing. The trailer, I Say saw nothing. that today. A media black hole. Yeah, I know, I, I stopped I watching the trailer. Either. Everything. I know nothing. Not even Spill a whisper. Spill your beans. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. Um, but yeah, I watched, oh, I watched The Terror, season one, which is really good. Uh, psychological sort of stuff. Anywho, all thank you, Matthew Wall. Thanks for having me on. This is my next time we're here. I need a full Halloween recap, dude. You better watch it. I'm not kidding. Oh, around. of the new Halloween. Yeah. Yes, yeah. please watch it. Hocus Pocus, classic psychological horror film. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Hubie. Homeward Soft. Bound, very oh psychological God. horror movie. Milo Big Otis. time. Just the worst. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, well, thank you for watching or listening at home. Uh, again, if you are in the $7 and up tier, you can con- contribute uh, to these discussions. I really, really, I depend on these and thrive reading these. Uh, so thank you to everyone who contributed to that. That's the $7 and up film club. You also get the episodes early if you're in that. Because uh, we had this before we had the early early uh, access tier at $5. So this one's at $7. <laughs> Less than the price of a movie ticket. Less than the price of a $20 movie ticket. <laughs> Those movies are expensive. They're expensive now. Um, but anyway, thank you both. Thank you all at home. Thank you. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween.